0: Episode 491 of the PlayStation Nation podcast. With you as always, that guy is 4K Josh Langford.
1: 4K, hello. <laughs> HDR, hello. whoa. whoa, whoa. See <laughs> so you get a bigger hello with the HDRs.
0: Hello, low, 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 low. And uh, I'm Glenn. We're uh, recording on the normal Monday night as usual. Uh, you know, obviously we didn't talk about the big PlayStation beginning thing last week, so I would expect that quite a bit after the break, uh, but uh, we got a lot the of stuff study to talk is
1: about. now furiously fast-forwarding.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, we got a lot of other stuff to talk about, though. Some pretty interesting news items, uh, along with the new releases, what we're playing and watching, and then after the break, uh, what's going on around PS Nation, and uh, we'll talk a lot about... All of the stuff that got uh, announced at that PlayStation meeting last Wednesday, Josh's hands-on impressions of what was there, and I have not talked to Josh at all since that meeting. Actually, before that meeting. That is correct. So, any, All anybody
1: knows is the tweets I sent out. Right, right. So That's all time. I saw was the
0: Farpoint tweet and, and stuff. Yeah. So um, I only know what everybody else knows if they follow us on Twitter, literally. Uh, any of my reactions are going to be genuine. Um, yeah, so it should be pretty interesting and we'll we'll have that at the toward the end of the show because i have a feeling we're gonna have a lot to talk about i hope i i'm very curious to to find out what you uh what you saw because definitely it's it's tough for people watching a stream and we were talking about this earlier it's tough for people watching a stream to really understand any of the benefits they talked about if any so yeah all right, uh, housekeeping. I'll get through this quick. Uh, check out psnation.com. That's where all of our stuff goes, all of our news items, our articles, our reviews, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, go over there. you find the Contact Us section also on the front page. You can either hit the button to send us an email or you can send us an email to podcast at psnation.com. You'll find our Twitter accounts over there, uh, which if you want to follow with Josh, you can do that at PJFJosh. If you want to do uh, follow me, you can follow at TorgoPSN and also our main account at PS Nation, which is over 21,000 followers now. Thanks to everybody for following us. Mm. I blocked I blocked somebody today that was trying to get into a, a fanboy argument, too. Because I don't argue with idiots. I just block them. That's all, that's all there is to it. Uh, you can also find our forums over there if you uh, just go to psnation.com slash forums or hit the forums button at the top of the screen. Uh, you can, if you like to, s- you like stream podcasts. You can do that uh, a bunch of different ways to find our show over at Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, uh, Google Play Music, iTunes, all kinds of places to find that. Don't forget our podcast network over at dot com. Don't forget you can find us on Facebook and like us if you do. Go over to facebook dot com slash psnation page or to search for PS Nation's page on uh, Facebook directly. Shoot us a like if you can. That'd be cool. I guess. Show us that you like us. Uh and well, actually, if you want to prove that you like us, you can help support us monetarily, but not directly. We don't have a Patreon. Instead, if you're gonna do some shopping, maybe if you're gonna maybe if you liked what you saw for that PlayStation Pro thing or you, know, the new PS4 slimmer model or uh the new whatever the stuff we're gonna talk about today, any of that stuff. We have all these affiliate links over at our website. You'll see it on the left side of the front page there, that affiliate store links. Uh, All you do is click on that link to go to the store, buy something. We get a little piece of the action for referring you over to that store. Everybody wins. You are going to buy something anyway, most likely. We need the money to pay for our servers and all that kind of stuff. It's a win-win, folks. And you're not sending us any extra money and we're not trying to figure out what, what the heck we can give you for rewards because, quite frankly, we give you two or three hours a week of free podcasting. I think that that's quite a bit, isn't
1: it? That's too much.
0: Yeah, all the time Josh spends on uh, editing reviews, all the time I spend on editing the podcast and all the other stuff. I'm trying to put together maybe some maybe mobile app stuff, working on that right now, trying to get that working, maybe. For Android and iOS, maybe. I'm trying to get that done. Just saying. So, a lot of stuff going on. A lot of stuff.
1: Yep. yep, 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 yep. Yeah. All right. All right. New releases. Let's, yes. Move forward with the new releases. First up, we have the Nyko Charge Block Solo. Okay. This is a little piece of plastic <laughs> to you slide your.
2: Yeah, Dual Shock Oh.
1: Turn. and was, it goes snap. Yeah, click. Maybe. Yeah, fourteen ninety nine. You can't get a deal like that anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, the power cable for the block can disconnect to charge the controller separately, which oh, means
0: it's a mini USB.
1: It's a mini USB. <laughs> <laughs>
0: or micro yes. USB. I always get those confused. Micro, I uh, think.
1: Plugs into any wall outlet. Or USB port for rapid charging. Oh, okay.
0: So it's it's not just a USB to micro, it's actually like a wall jack.
1: Well, or it has an adapter. Oh, okay. You know, which a lot of companies are doing with a lot of products now.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: And it has LED lights that clearly indicate, clearly clearly indicate when charging is complete.
0: You will have no doubt if your controller is
1: charged or not. And this is the thing. We actually, I think we saw, we did see this at E3. So I don't know if MJC talked about this, but this is the little thing. It's this weird little charging block. And you can connect several together, however many you need. okay. And you can actually mix and match. So if you have a DualShock 4 and an Xbox One controller, you can connect the two together and charge both of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Connect the two little blocks together.
0: Yeah. Kind of like a Lego charging system.
1: Kind of. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I prefer Lincoln Logs for charging my controllers.
1: But if you just want two right off the bat for the DualShock, you can get the Nyko Charge Block Duo. Mm. And that is $24.99. So you're saving yourself five bucks. There you go. Essentially for buying the Duo right off the bat. Uh, And you can still... Connect more blocks to it, if you want. Wow. So, kind of cool. If you're looking for something like that. Sure. Uh, Then, we have the newly encased PlayStation 4 camera.
0: Which I think is cool.
1: It's, I did, the moment I saw it, I talked to several people, and it is the exact same camera. Yep. It is just housed in a different case, essentially. Different... Different packaging, different coverings, different clothes, if you will. Um, But it's round. Yeah. And funny, the picture of it, at least on Amazon, which is the straight on picture of it, it looks like a duck.
0: (laughs) Well, the other thing is it comes with the mounting stand, which my camera never came with it. Or one Everybody of mine did and one of mine didn't. Did. No, no, no. One of mine came with it and one of mine didn't. It was so because, weird.
1: No, because I think you got yours at the Sony event. I thought
0: that That's one actually had... No, that it. one had the mounting thing. It's the one that came with my Amazon order that didn't have it. Oh. And then with my 20th anniversary, it came with it.
1: Well, we all got them. Yeah, uh, just saying. All right. Yeah. So it's exactly the same camera. You don't need it. If you already have the camera, they're just changing the look of it.
0: But it's cool.
1: It's just round.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> actually, it's funny we bring that up because I just, I'm not kidding. Today received the stand that I bought for the camera because I don't have one for this camera. So I actually got a TV clip for it. Oh. Or a bracket. Ah, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, I just looked over and saw the box.
1: Yeah, so I guess they're trying to... They were doing the whole refresh of the consoles and everything. I guess they said, well, let's do something for the camera. And somebody said, I know, make it round. (laughs) And they were done.
0: So it's next to impossible to set it on a flat surface. you have the stand,
1: yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
0: Although it's always been kind of a pain in the ass to just set... Because I always just set this one on the TV stand. But because that cable is so rigid it always just sits kind of crooked it's pretty
1: odd no so that's 59.99 all right same as it always was
2: same as it ever was
1: so if you didn't get the the square one now you have to get the round one
2: same as it ever was
1: so with the next iteration there will be a triangle one i was and hoping I, for
0: a, a dodecahedron that,
1: no after that there will be a cross one <laughs>
0: There you go. <laughs> ah, I see what you're doing there. See? Huh? Huh? Collect them all.
1: That's what they're doing. Every <laughs> refresh, they're going to refresh the camera as well. Hmm. So, next up, we have the Sony Computer Entertainment DualShock 4 USB wireless adapter. I, this, I have one of these coming. I can't wait. Twenty four ninety nine. This is the dealio that you plug into your Windows PC or Mac and then you can just connect your DualShock 4 via Bluetooth and you're good to go. Yep, I ordered one. I'm waiting for it. Yeah. Pretty sweet. Yeah, I'm excited. Especially since now... Uh, Remote Play is available on the PC, and PlayStation uh, Now is available on the PC, so you can do all these things right from your PC, and you can use your DualShock 4. Indeed. So. Then we actually have games coming out. What? First one is Air Conflict's Double Pack. Ooh. Sounds like gum. This is the Air Conflicts Vietnam Ultimate Edition and Air Conflicts Pacific Carriers PlayStation 4 Edition. Hmm. This has PlayStation 4 exclusive nine new airplanes, a bonus campaign, all new multiplayer mode, and PlayStation camera head tracking. Oh, yeah. So get your camera and now use it for head tracking.
0: Make sure you have some light in the room. Yeah, Works better when it's not dark.
1: It says the Lost Letters bonus campaign, and it's a carrier battle multiplayer mode. Sweet. Mm, Cool. And the exclusive aircrafts are the MiG-19 and MiG-21. Hmm. Yeah.
0: Those games always look pretty good to me, but that low price just scares me a little bit.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I just don't know what to expect.
1: I think I have a couple of the Air Conflicts games, and I don't think I've ever opened them. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds um, about right. I've played one or two of them at, at some of these events. Um, but, uh, let me see. A Air's Air Conflict Secret Wars. There you go. Which I think... That is 3D support and is PlayStation Move enabled.
0: Secret war. I wonder if that's like a Vietnam thing.
1: I wonder if I open that. It doesn't say that it's sealed, so maybe I did open it.
0: Interesting. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I'll have to. Well, it's uh, set in World War One and Two scenarios. Wow. Oh, okay. That's, that's, mm. Seven campaigns through 48 missions. Choose between different aircraft. Blah, blah, blah. Maybe I'll try this. Arcade Mm. and simulation. Hmm. Mm. The first one makes the game easier to control while the second one gives (laughs) more options to control the aircraft. Say what? Thank you for explaining arcade versus simulation.
0: (laughs) I thought it was how strong of a computer you needed to run it.
1: Well, it has multiplayer as well, which I'm sure is rip-roaring on the PS3 at this point for a yeah. game released in 2011.
0: If the servers are even up yet. Well,
1: it has local and internet. Uh, Ooh, LAN mode? Land nice. Modes, uh, over the internet for up to four players. Wow. Yeah. It's actually kind of cool. Yeah. Huh. Get some air battles
0: going in your dorm room.
1: Okay, so well, the double pack if I didn't say it before, it's twenty nine ninety nine. Uh, Then we have Tokyo Twilight Ghost Hunters Daybreak. (laughs) Special gigs. What the fuck? PlayStation 4 First Edition. What the hell? So maybe there's a second edition coming, but I doubt it. This is from Axis. Oh, okay. It's one of them. Uh, This is an augmented story and new chapters ensuring 30 plus hours of gameplay. With new characters, improved balance, and battle features mixing up the combat, ghost gallery, and post-game bonuses keep you coming back for more.
2: And more. Choose
1: your own path via decisions made in the game. Indeed. Rather than those decisions you make outside the game. <laughs>
0: well, you know, sometimes you have to know, like, what do you want for dinner? and Yeah.
1: You never know. And then, here's a fun one we have destiny the collection. Indeed. Coming to the PlayStation 4 at 59.99. So if you're just stepping in, you get for 59.99 Destiny Expansion 1, Expansion 2, The Taken King and Rise of Iron. Yeah. All in one sweet little package.
2: Not a bad deal. Yeah.
1: Yep. Not at all. And a level 40 character boost. Ooh.
0: Oh, so yeah. They take up to 40 right away. Yeah. They did that with one of the other expansions, too. I want to say House House of the Wolves, I think. But, you know, obviously we should talk to Destiny Dave about that. Yeah, and it's funny because, uh, I guess I can say it because Game Informer broke it, but um, Private Matches is coming out tomorrow already before the expansion hits. It's a big thing that people have wanted for a long time. And,. They sent us the PR stuff for it and I know they started working on the story, and then they, they said, Oh wait, we're not supposed to say it until tomorrow, but the podcast is out tomorrow anyway. And then like Game Informer put it up, so now we're like uh <laughs> Can we put it up? <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. Pretty cool though. I I'm uh, I'm gonna get back into Destiny here pretty soon with Destiny Dave and some of the other clan folks. Uh I want to bring this up because um our our clan was owned by one of our listeners for a long time. He went out and started it, made sure we had the name right away. Uh, I don't have his name in front of me, unfortunately, but uh, he's not really playing the game anymore. So we were trying to figure out a way to, like, you know, c- can we take over the uh, the clan at all? And we just couldn't get it to work. Couldn't get it to work. And we were talking to him, and I and I, you know, Dave is trying to get all the stuff set up because. With uh, the new expansion, they're going to have clan support in the game finally, so you can actually go and use some uh, some of the, uh, the the clan tools right in the game instead of using the app or going to the web interface. So we were talking to them for a while, and and you know Dave's like, "Is there any way that you can like switch somebody else to be the founder?" Because unfortunately, the way the game or the way the clan system is set up today, it's really kind of piss poor. Uh you can make people admins, but the admins only have limited rights. And you can't like change people's rights even. Like admins' rights. You can't say, okay, well this admin can can kick people from the the clan or whatnot. And we just had all these problems with it. So the uh the founder said like, hey, I'll tell you what, I'll just leave the clan and we'll see what happens. And I think because I was the first member of the clan after him. It actually made me the founder then. So I had full admin rights. Huh. So, because it was funny, like Dave and I were like, well, maybe we'll just create a new clan. We'll just go that route. And it ended up where it made me the founders. So, and, and Dave was like tweeting and I told him, yeah, go ahead and tweet it and let people know that we're going to create a new clan. And all of a sudden we we're like, oh shit, we don't have to do that. So uh, Dave is kind of running things, even though I'm the, I'm the founder, I don't, because I don't want to leave it because I don't know who is next in line, you know, like all of a sudden somebody else is not around. So, uh, I'm just working with Dave quite a bit to get the clan stuff set up. We had like um, an affiliation with another clan in there for a while and <clears throat> just weird stuff like that. So, uh, we're, we're working on that right now. And, you know, if, if anybody is still interested, we're going to try to get some people out of the clan that aren't playing the game anymore uh, so that we can kind of clean up some spots, that sort of thing. So, if you are playing Destiny, if you're planning on playing Destiny, uh, I think we're going to start a thread over in the forums and just let us know like if you want to join the clan or whatever and play with us. And I'll work with Dave on getting some of that stuff organized. Um oh uh it's Jonathan Fournier is the one that had the uh, the clan for so long and and I just want to say thank you sir for for doing that and looking out for us and, and and honestly for working with us even now and and getting the clan back in our hands that was uh, really cool of you sir so uh appreciate it quite quite much. But, yeah, uh, I'll talk to Dave tonight or tomorrow. I, I've kind of been talking to him on and off. And um, if you're interested, I don't know if we're going to start a new thread, if we have that main Destiny thread. We'll probably start a new one just to keep things cleaner. But uh, we're going to start getting people out of there that haven't played the game for a long time just to make some spots open for everybody else. And, uh, yeah, I think we're we're going to get back into it with this new expansion. So uh, exciting stuff. I'm, I'm looking forward to I haven't played Destiny for... Since all my shit happened, so probably January. I haven't played it since, so we're looking forward to trying to get back in there and see if the thumb holds out. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just you you talking about Destiny brought it back to memory. I want to make sure we we talked about it. Mm-hmm. So that's it.
2: All right, uh, all
0: right. Well, we got some beefy news this week. Uh, first up, the internet was aflame. For the last few days, uh, Bethesda releasing a statement uh, about mods for Fallout 4 on PlayStation 4, mod support. And Bethesda says, After months of discussion with Sony, we regret to say that while we have long been ready to offer mod support on PlayStation 4, Sony has informed us they will not approve user mods the way they should work, where users can do anything they want for either Fallout 4 or Skyrim Special Edition. Like you, we are disappointed by Sony's decision given the considerable time and effort we have put into this project and the amount of time our fans have waited for mod support to arrive. We consider this an important initiative, and we hope to find other ways to use mods, blah, blah, blah. Uh, we'll provide an update if and when the situation changes. So the way it looks there, yeah, Sony are just being dicks, and they're not, they're not doing it, and it's all Sony, Sony, Sony.
1: It's my understanding, and I'm, maybe I'm crazy, but I thought I had heard that on the Xbox One, it's buggy as shit.
0: It crashes all the time. Okay, so because there is no. That might be why
1: Sony said no. <laughs> it,
0: well, that actually is the reason from what I've been hearing. So uh, there's no oversight on these mods. There's nobody checking the mods, and that happens a lot. It happens in a lot of different uh, games that have mod support. You see that, like Nintendo really tries to control all their stuff. So, they're, you know, people aren't just drawing penises everywhere. Um, but yeah, on Xbox One, it's crash-tastic. And from what it sounds like, Sony doesn't want that happening to the game on the PS4. Oh, yeah.
1: How, how dare they? Probably a good idea.
0: Yeah. So, obviously, we don't know for sure if Sony's not addressed this. I really highly doubt Sony's going to say anything because, quite frankly, they really don't need to. Um, it does suck though because you know this was a major selling point for a lot of people at E3 with the Bethesda press conference. It's something that people still want. Honestly, if it's kind of in Bethesda's court, you know, every game company that has certification like this, so Nintendo, Sony, Nintendo, Nintendo, Sony, and, and uh, Microsoft, especially, they have certain criteria for certification. And their mod support doesn't meet that criteria for certification. It's as simple as that. So I've seen Sony be flexible with other things. I mean, Rocket League, you can play against PC players, etc. Um, it probably just wasn't something they were comfortable with. Again, speculation. We don't know for sure. I'm sure it has. I'm sure they're not trying to be vindictive of it in any way. Uh, they seem very willing to work with developers on stuff like this. So, I don't think we're getting the full story from Bethesda. So, be mad if you want. I get it. I'd be upset, too, if I was big into those games. But, maybe it's directed in the
1: wrong direction. That's all I'm saying. Yep. There are
0: two sides to every
1: story. All right. And the last Guardian <laughs> was delayed again. <laughs> it's old time's sake. Come on. No big deal. No, it's not. So, it's been pushed back a couple of weeks well,
0: a couple of months.
1: Well. Because it's supposed to be October 16th. Oh, October. Yeah, you're yeah. right. So, yeah, now the new release. Well, it's better that it's not.
0: I wouldn't want to release October. it in October. Are you insane?
1: Yes. In the middle of everything that's coming, like the hundred VR games that are hitting.
0: Well, that's the thing. And VR. Go, go back and listen to our E3 podcast. I guarantee you we were all saying that. Yeah. Why are they releasing
1: it three days after VR? This makes no sense. Well, now it's December sixth. There you go. So not too bad. I'm
0: and, I'll be uh, honest, I probably wouldn't have played it in, in,
1: in October. Oh, a lot of people would not have yeah. there's it's, there's no way. It's at least here it gets out of the crowd, it can stand on its own. People will have played with VR for about a month and a half at that point and they may be looking to step back a little bit and play something different. It's probably the best thing that could have happened for the game, actually.
0: Yeah, I agree. And I, I'm not being an apologist either. I, I, like I said, go back and listen to that E3 podcast because I'm pretty confident if uh, probably all of us were saying, this is not the time to release this game. Because, I mean, you have all these VR titles. You have, oh, there's some other games coming out too around that time.
1: There's a lot of games yeah,
0: coming out. October is ridiculous this huh. year.
1: It's, wait, hang on, because I'm, I'm, like, a page away from that in Amazon. So, Mafia 3 is hitting there.
0: <gasps> oh, yeah, already I know I wouldn't have played it, because Mafia <laughs> 3 I, I'm probably reviewing, so.
1: The Atari flashbacks Ooh. are coming, the Rocksmith Remastered Edition is coming, hmm. uh... Okay, let me go one more page here. Uh, let's see. Isn't so, like Tomb Raider
0: coming around that time? Or Rise I of the
1: Tomb Raider, yes. 20-year yeah. celebration. Jeez. Uh, WWE 2K17, Dragon Quest Builders, Metal Gear Solid Five: The Definitive Experience. <gasps> uh, um, hang on. One more page here. Uh, Earth's Dawn. I don't know what that that is. is. Uh, The Rock Band Fender, all the new controllers and things are coming. Oh, yeah, from uh, the other Power A. Sherlock Holmes, The Devil's Daughter. Nice. Oh, that poor game. Skylanders Imaginators.
0: I thought that was September.
1: Uh, I see it listed. So did I. But I see it listed here. That must be wrong. Because I actually got an email today asking me to confirm everything.
0: Well, I mean that means you you still have enough time to play it for extra life.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, but, but, but all the VR stuff. So Batman, Arkham, uh, Rigs, uh, PlayStation Worlds, God. Human.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, let's see what else.
0: Eve Valkyrie, Battlezone.
1: Uh, when does Battlefield One hit? Like a week later.
0: Yeah, Battlezone, Battlefield One's like yeah about
1: a week later. The God. Lego Harry Potter Collection.
0: And then two weeks after that is Call of Duty: Infinite Warfare and Modern Warfare Remastered on November fourth. Day before
1: Darksiders actual. F- remastered, World oh Final God. Fantasy, Dragon Ball Z Universe Two, Infinite Air, <laughs> Just Dance seventeen. By the way,
0: it's- we uh, we need some additional reviewers, and I'm not kidding. So if you're serious about it, if you're a good writer or at least a good a decent writer. Send us uh, your samples. Just go to one of our reviews, and you'll see our format. Send us a sample of uh, a game review to podcast@psnation.com because we have a lot of guys, but there's no freaking way that we're going to be able to cover all this stuff. <laughs> all right. So, in other words, people have to wait like six more weeks for the Last Guardian, and it's probably for the best, right? Definitely. Right? Yes. I, I yeah. I think it's the best for the game, but also I think it's the best for the for the players. I mean, this is one of those games that. I think you're, you're going to want to spend a lot of time in big chunks with, you know, and, and you got the holidays. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I personally, I'm totally okay with this because I was kind of worried about when it was going to come out originally anyway.
1: Titanfall 2. Oh, my God. Well, <laughs> I mean, the list just goes on and on. Yeah. And the um, the Virzoom virtual reality exercise bike and games. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, somebody asked us about doing an appointment for that. But the problem is, I don't think it works the PSVR at all. It's only like Oculus and, and Vive. Uh,
1: it says it's for PlayStation 4. Does it? Yes.
0: Interesting, because I think when we got the appointment, they just said PC stuff.
1: Well, now it's for PlayStation oh, I, 4. I could have all- gone to that and made my heart explode. Only 400 bucks. Oh, my God. Yeah, I've spent enough money this week. <laughs> only 400. Uh, Elder Scrolls 5 Skyrim Special Edition for PlayStation yep. 4. Yep. There's just a few things coming. Yeah. It, I, and it, the funny thing uh, is, if you look at I December,
0: I bet, I bet you December's
2: empty.
1: Could be. No. Call anymore. of Duty, and hang on, because I'm almost at December, actually. Um, let me scroll back here. So we have Watch Dogs coming. Or Watch Dogs 2.
3: Okay.
1: Um, Sword Art Online Hollow Realization. Mm-hmm. Road Rage. Road Rage. That's the one I saw from Maximum Games.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: Dishonored 2. Jesus. <laughs> uh, the Walking Dead Telltale Series A New Frontier. Oh,
0: Season 3 or whatever.
1: Fate Extella, the Umbral Star. And my last page, which I know includes South Park The Fractured Butthole. Oh. Uh Werewolves Within, Gravity Rush Two Jeez. Steep. Uh, Final Fantasy Fifteen and Final Fantasy 15. If that doesn't get delayed again. Yeah, and <laughs> the Crew Ultimate Edition. Yeah. There's oh and Blaze Blue Central Fiction Limited oh, Edition. right. Yeah. Wow. There's some stuff coming.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, I, I again, you're going to call us apologists, et cetera. I really don't care because you really need, to, if you look at this list, it's for the best that this game's coming out in December. Plus, I, I like I said, I think it's kind of like feeling like old times to have it delayed one more time. It just wouldn't be fitting for this game if it
1: wasn't. Yeah, it's the best thing that could have happened to it, actually. By far.
0: I agree. All right. uh, Last up. This just uh, got released not too long ago today. Um, On the PlayStation blog, John Kohler uh, put a big post up about uh, VR because PSVR is only four weeks away, folks. Oh, my God. Uh, They're including a free demo disc in each retail PlayStation VR unit, both launch bundle and the core unit. Uh, So. What you get on the disc, and these are all demos, uh, playable demos, this is a pretty freaking sweet list. Holy shit. So on the demo disc, you get Alumet, Battlezone, sweet, Drive Club VR, aw, uh, E-Valkyrie, uh, Gnog, which is a really fun puzzle game, uh, Harmonics Music VR, which is this cool kind of VR visual. I think you you did this at, at yeah. E3, didn't? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: No, it. Was it? Was it? I thought it was E3. Yeah. It was E3. yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: Headmaster, which we've talked about before. Here They Lie. Job Simulator. PlayStation VR Worlds. Res- Resident Evil 7 Biohazard. The kitchen teaser that was at E3. Res Infinite. Hell yeah. Rigs Mechanized Combat League. Thumper. Tumble VR. Until Dawn Rush of Blood. Wayward Sky and Within. That is not a bad set of demos.
1: Well... They have to show you everything that VR can do, yeah, right off the bat, and get you all excited and get you wanting to rush out and buy all these games. It's, man. it's the best way to show it off is with demos because there's no way to really explain it. Once you're in there and and you see it from inside and you're there, you go, "Fuck, I need this." <laughs> <laughs> it just I, changes everything. I'm
0: trying to think: one, two, three, four. Five, six, seven. I see seven on this list that I want day one. Yeah. Actual games. Not demo I don't demos are cool and all, but yeah. Actually eight. Wow. Oh wait.
1: One, two, three,
3: four, five, six, seven,
1: eight, nine. Shit. I'm at least at nine, maybe 10.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, there's some other ones I'm oh, interested shit, yeah, in, but. No, 10, definitely. Yeah. There's a couple other ones I'm interested in, but I, I haven't played them yet. So I, uh, I'm, I'm holding off on those a little bit until I actually play them. Play. Oh, wait. Job Simulator. That's another one I want. Jeez. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, man, I cannot wait. I, you know, all the stuff that's been happening last week, I think a lot of people mm-hmm. kind of forgot about. I'm like, wait a second. PSVR in four weeks? Yo, like, we got to get on this. So yeah, it's, it's funny. We were, I was oh. so skeptical of VR until I actually got a few different tries of PSVR and I'm totally sold on it now.
1: And we have two reviews that are now sitting under the VR <laughs> list. Jesus. Even though the second one says, I'll, I'll update this review when it hits um, <laughs> bound. We'll have VR support oh, that's right. as well.
2: I forgot about that.
1: Yes. Uh, somebody, uh, somebody on Twitter reminded me of that. Hang on. Let me tell you who that was. (laughs) It was... Thomas Harrison Lord. (laughs) uh, (laughs) I'll take time out of my busy schedule. I'm sorry, my my busy
0: schedule. (laughs) To let you know the bound will have VR
3: support as well. In a wicked little turn of
1: events. Yes. So, yeah. Bound.
3: (laughs) We are the Duke and Duchess of Windsor, Betty. All
1: right.
0: (laughs) Enough of that silliness. Moving on. Moving on. What we've played and what we watched. Uh, Mm. I think both of our lists are going to be short because we have so much to talk about what you saw last week. Yeah. Well, why don't you go ahead and start.
1: All right, I'm not going to throw in the stuff I've played and watched right. at the event.
0: Right, let's keep all that. I'll
1: keep that till later.
0: Encapsulated amongst, amongst itself.
1: So we were on the PlayStation TV because we spent the weekend in Brooklyn. Uh huh. And we did Lego Harry Potter years five to seven.
0: Do you ever do any remote play from there?
1: Uh, I've not, because it's not really, the internet's, it's okay. A little (laughs) sketchy. All right. I would like to try it at some point, and I will, but... Sure. I I thought I might, actually. I brought my Vita, and I had NHL sitting in the PS4 here, and I Mm. thought, I don't even know if that'll work on remote play because of the buttons, but... I thought, if I get a chance, I'll try it. I didn't even get a chance. Oh, jeez. So, yeah. It was basically a 7 a.m. to midnight kind of thing. Jeez. And then just crash. <laughs> 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 yeah, with the kids running amok. So uh, we did Lego Harry Potter years 5 to 7, and that was kind of cool because I, Mason picked that. He's like, he wanted a Lego game, so there's like, seven or eight of them that work on PlayStation TV and I was like well there's this there's this there's this there's Harry Potter there's he's like Harry Potter let's do that and I said okay um so we played that for a little bit and that we found out this past week the two games years 1 through 4 and years 5 through 7 mm-hmm. are being remastered of course they are to one disc Because Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them is coming, so... That's right. They're throwing this out there, and if they can do this, they could do Star Wars, maybe. You don't
0: think that's happening? I I kind of expect it.
1: I don't know. I kind of hope it is, and I kind of hope it's taking a long time because they're updating a lot of the combat and stuff. It is such a different game. Yeah. I, I have it on Steam, and I was playing it because I wanted to see it, you know, looking good, and fuck. You know, I'm trying to do all this stuff, and I'm like, <laughs> you can't do that. I forgot. You can't do this, and you can't do that, and you can't do... Fuck. It's <laughs> it's so... It's it's weird. You know, all the LEGO games look the same, and they seem the same, but they've added so many little incremental updates and, and changes to the game. right. That that was the first big one, and it's so different. Yeah. It's it's crazy. Yeah? So, yeah, hopefully. Um, And then we played a bunch of Disney Infinity 2.0 Vita version. Okay. Ooh. Which, yeah, the biggest problem with that game, see, it looks beautiful. Uh, Yeah. Comparatively. I mean, well, yeah, you're on yeah,
0: you're on the Vita. It's you know. But on
1: the Vita screen, yeah, it would look much better. On the big TV screen, yeah. But the biggest problem with it is frame rate. Right, I remember me- you talking about that. And the frame rate will kill you when you're trying to double jump to something or when you're trying uh, to fight or when it, when you're trying to do anything, basically. And the frame rate is a killer. It really is. And... When I first played the game, you know, it seemed okay. It seemed like, oh, this is not too bad. This works. And then I got more into it and started to do more stuff. And it just, it's, it's really fucking hard to play it on there. Yeah, bad. It's such a shame. I mean, they, they really, they did an amazing job jamming the entire thing onto there, and you can create. And we were doing that. We were creating large things on these levels and messing around on these levels and just doing all these <laughs> crazy things. And I was like, but the, it just, it's, it can't handle that much. Right. It's it's crazy. You mean so,
0: like some of the fallout four mods?
1: P- oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's an impressive technical feat that they right. were able to jam it on there, but really it was too much. Yeah. It, it can't handle it. They should have paired it back a bit. Um, but they didn't.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So when we were back at home, we did 1.0 on the PS three again. Oof. And I am, that one's just such a pain in the ass because it, it makes no sense. I mean, it, it really, it has these really cool worlds with it. It has, you know, with the play set that you get right off the bat, you have monsters university, uh, the incredibles, Lone Ranger and what's the fourth one? Uh, Incredibles, Lone Ranger Monsters University. Shit. I
0: just remember you talking about the Incredibles because the helicopter thing.
1: Yeah, I forget what the other one is. Uh, But, oh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Ah, yes. And then um, there were two other places made for it. Which was Toy Story and Cars, yeah. um, but just the one place at piece you get right off the bat comes with the four different worlds. Right. Um, the problem is like, and they refined it, and it's such a shame because they refined it, and it's so tight in three point like the menu and the way sparks work and the way the different play sets work and the, the way everything just comes together as a cohesive whole i i am so baffled at mm-hmm. time. like we're trying to get trophies and things so we're playing it but at the same time we're keeping an eye on well you know maybe we should kind of gravitate towards this a little more yeah and then it says something like uh get 18 stars in adventures and i'm like okay what the fuck's an adventure? Where's an adventure? Wait,
0: <laughs> let's go on an adventure, with How do you Thomas find Edison an adventure? Lord.
1: And you can't find them. That's the thing. You have to. They're buried in a menu uh-huh. in in like a sub menu, and it's only when you look in the menu from a very specific place in the game. Like if you look in the menu in this part of the game, they don't show up. If you look in the menu in this part of the game, oh, there's the adventures. Right. It's it's so. Freaking convoluted, and you're you're getting stars, you're not, or you're getting this, or you're getting that. It's just, it's too complicated. It made no sense. And if I had started with that one, I would have gone, fuck this thing, and I never would have gone back (laughs) (laughs) because it's just, it's ridiculous. And some of that carried over. They started to refine it in 2.0, and it got better, but. By the time they hit 3.0, they were humming along, and it just sucks.
0: (laughs) All right, we got it right. Let's stop doing it completely. Let's let's just
1: shut her down. Yeah. Yeah. But right now, we are... One, two, three, four... Six trophies away from the Platinum. Wow. Uh, Three of them are level one character up to level 15, level two to level 15, level three of them Mm. to level 15, which it's... Fucking pain in the ass in this. I'll bet. <laughs> I mean, I know there's a way to, you know, create your own toy box and set this thing up and do this whole thing and then just run it through there and just boom and you can level up real quick. Right. But I I haven't done that. Um, <laughs> the other one is get seventy-five feats, which you do things and you've you've earned a feat, you know. You sure whatever. Um the other two are the online trophies,
0: which so. you're screwed. No, I'm not. Really, the servers are still up for for the first one. Yeah. Wow.
1: Yeah. For all of Disney Infinity.
0: Oh, okay. I thought I thought uh, those would be done by now.
1: No, as far as I know, they're all. Everything is all still up. Um, but is
0: anybody still playing that?
1: All I need is to ask people because I already have people who are going to do 2.0 with me. Sure. Just when I have the time, we're going to the zoo this weekend. So, ooh, so, yeah, Philly. Uh, uh. So, because my mom's down there. So, going, uh, okay. But um, I just need to get the people online, and it's simple. I mean, it's basically like for the for one point mm-hmm. it's play a four player game. So, I put two on two characters on my base. Somebody else puts two characters on their base. We connect. Trophy. Nice. Uh, the other one is be on top of a stack of four players. Yeah. Which is very simple. And you're done. There's your two trophies. Online is done.
2: <laughs> nice.
1: So, <clears throat> I just need to... Find the time and get somebody and just do that and be done with it. Um, then I can take the time to, you know, work my way towards the other ones as they come. Sure. Sure. So PS4, uh, we played Peacefall.
0: Peacefall.
1: Yeah. It is. It uses tetrominos, so Tetris blocks. Okay. And. It's, it's, it breaks my brain. It <laughs> hurts. Um, so you see this sort of landscape, uh, like three quarter top down view of like this farm mm-hmm. and you see the, you see an opening on the field in the farm and you have like three pieces coming down one at a time. You have to line them up and drop them in 3D space, you know, into that space. Sure. But you have to figure out, okay, if I'm dropping this one here, then this one is going to have to turn and fit here. And then the other one will fit here.
3: Mm. Like
1: if you drop it into the wrong spot, you're not going to get them in. Mm. The other thing is you can only move these things along The z axis and like the y axis. Okay. You can't do the other way. You can't do the x axis. So you can't like totally flip and turn and spin this thing. You have to flip it in a fucked up way, which just makes it that much harder. And that's done on purpose, obviously. Right. Uh, The other thing is the block that's coming down. One side of it will have grass on it. The other side of it has dirt. Mm. Like the top of it has the grass. The bottom has... So you can't drop it down the wrong way. You even have to... You're flipping it on these two axes, and you have to drop it in just the right way. So when you're trying to flip it, and you're like, no, no, that didn't get me facing the way I need to. Fuck, I need to flip it over this way, and then back this way, and then over this... So it really fucks with your head <laughs> and, and you're trying to do this all quickly and trying to figure out in your head, okay, I need it facing right just like this and I need to drop it in this exact spot because then the next one has to flip like this and drop in this spot and then the next. Fuck. <laughs> it's
0: still not going to be as bad as, as that Tetris-like game on
2: VR.
1: <clears throat> no, actually, it's worse. What? Yeah. The one oh on God. VR, the one on VR I didn't have a problem with. That one I breaks was, me. No, that I was flying through. I was like, okay, I got this. And I was I was cruising through that. You know, every once in a while, you'd get one where you're like, e dude, but uh, okay, I got to yeah, squeeze through. This one, shit. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I've never um, even heard of this game.
1: Yeah, it's it's relatively cheap. Again, Peacefall, P-I-E-C-E, Fall. Okay. Peacefall, Peacefall. Get Have it? you oh.
0: played that Tricky Towers at all? You were playing that a couple weeks ago, right? no it was the one that was free with
1: plus yeah I got it I never oh
0: wait it. no it was a friend of mine that was playing it uh, I've, I've been hearing good things about that game too you might want to try that one
1: yeah I do want to try that one This Mason saw this one and really wanted to play it because it's hmm. got a bill. ah okay so oh <clears throat> and our listener on the forums who sent me the link uh, he his family has a trucking company and they were filmed for some like history channel or discovery or one of those. Okay. Because they were taking these gigantic windmill pieces, the blades, oh, like the big yeah. three blade wheels. They were taking the blades and the tower pieces across the country to get huh. them set up somewhere. Um, I watched a big chunk of it. Mason has not seen it yet. Every time I try to get him, he's like, "Mm, I just want to watch Despicable Me. And I'm like (laughs) The thing is though, I'm not sure how he would react to this because when I watched it, of course they do it as like a reality type show. It's an hour long thing and you know, they're the the blades are coming from like somewhere on the west coast. Sure. And the tower parts are coming from like Texas, and they both have to meet somewhere in like South Dakota or something. <sighs> like. So the thing of it is everything if he rolls this off the side of, this, oh, of the heart they could come crashing down <laughs> and they you know they have all the camera effects and they make it all super scary they make it terrifying well, if he doesn't slow down he could have a blowout <laughs> and have a super crazy crash and everything will catch on fire and 30 million people will die do you know how many puppies will die It's the narrator is all. Oh, yeah. Like the end of the world is happening with every little thing that happens. And that's the
0: best one about, like, when it, when it, I know, like, friends that watch, um, what is it? uh, Deadliest Catch. Mm. And they're, like, all acting like, oh, he could die at any minute. Like, you know what? If this guy died, we would have heard about it. Yeah. (laughs) We totally would have heard about it. So take some of the drama out of it.
1: Clearly, this is not an easy thing to do. I can see that, oh, I bet. and these these rigs are freaking gigantic. Yeah, and you know they have a spotter car in front and behind, and they're 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 going up. You know they'll they'll come to areas on the highway where the uh, the overpass is too low, right? So they have to take the ramp, go up come over and then go down the you know the entrance the ramp side, on yeah. the other side.
2: Yeah.
1: And doing that with this gigantic trailer yeah. and and getting it all to turn and without it turning off into the mud and dirt and then flipping, it's not an easy thing sure. by any stretch of the imagination, but every inch of the way according to the narrator <laughs> is Death and destruction, certain doom. <laughs> just, just <laughs> you know, a hair's breadth away from death and destruction. So, watch as World War III begins as they merge into. Traffic. And that's the thing. I'm like, D- is he going to get freaked out by this? Because, like, literally, the narrator makes it sound like everybody's going to die every second. <laughs> it's crazy. It's it's just absolutely crazy. It's fascinating, though. It it's I had never thought about, you know, how big those things are and how they get them to wherever they're taking them. And jeez, it's <laughs> it's pretty crazy. So
0: I always liked. Uh, I don't know if I had this clip. If I had this, I'll play it at the end of the show. But uh, Brian Regan did this bit about you know you're up in like Oregon or something, and you see you know you're driving through the hills and the mountains and everything, and you see a logging truck going. Against, you know, the other way from where you are. But all of a sudden, like a mile later, you come up to a, a, another logging truck that's going the same way as you. Well, if if they need logs in both of those directions, couldn't they make this a lot easier? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Think about it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so what else did we do? We did just cause three. All right. Uh, he wanted to do it. This was last night. I said, look, you know, we're not on that island anymore where all the cranes <laughs> are. I said, and to get back there, it's a real pain in the ass. Sure. I'd have to find a helicopter. Or Dad, I don't
0: care how much of a pain it is. You're going to no. do
1: it. He didn't. know. He, he was like, that's okay. I said, all we can do is missions. That's okay. I love missions. We should <laughs> do missions a lot. I was like, okay, let's right, do then. missions. Um, Which, yeah, the missions were pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah. So we did one mission and I, uh, I'm so frustrated by this game. <laughs> uh, I, I called, I did a rebel drop and got a helicopter and I flew the helicopter to the mission. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And it says, okay, take out these tanks. I'm like, ooh, maybe I could just hop in my helicopter and take out the tanks. So I did that. hmm And then, you know, your buddy is like, oh, help me, help me. You know, they're all attacking me. So I flew my helicopter over there and just shot all the guys from the sky. Sure. And then it says, okay, you need to come open the gate. Well. I need to open the gate. Okay, great. So my helicopter got hit by something and was about to explode anyway. So I dove out, um, came down, and I'm looking for the button. I'm like, where the fuck's the button? There's no button. There's no what. What the fuck am I supposed to do? <laughs> and the the icon is telling me, you know, to go to the top of the gate. I'm like, okay, I'm on the top of the gate. What yeah. the fuck am I doing up here? There's nothing here. What I don't I what? So I finally figured out I jumped down, I used my tether, I shot it to the top of the gate, I did the door Oh yeah, you have to, to the do the ground that. and then pulled it. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. So the car comes riding in. and He's like, okay, we have to get out of here. Cover us. And they drive away. And I'm like, wait, what? Wait, what?
3: <laughs> so then I'm
1: running after them. And there's a helicopter shooting at them. There's guys shooting at them from all sides of the road. And yeah. I'm running. And I'm like, this is absurd. Well, it How sounds like you're overpowered then. Like, they don't have a chance. No, I don't have anything. I, I, get, <laughs> I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing here. I've got no vehicle. Yeah. I've got nothing so I try to take over one of the helicopters and I did, but now I've got snipers shooting at me. Now they've got guys shooting at them. Then they stop somewhere and they're like, now you need to help us. They're all coming at us from this army base. I think I did this
0: exact same mission.
1: Yeah. So they shoot down my helicopter again. I go running over. There's a hundred guys converging on them. Their truck is upside down. I'm like, they're not fucking going anywhere. And I was like, fuck them. And I walked away and let them die. Nice. Um, So we're trying to decide what to do next. And I I just started making my way north. Mm. And I hit this, uh, this huge naval base, naval sort of area. Okay. And I said, well, let's mess around in here. Let's just see what we can blow up. You know, and I start destroying things little by little and slowly over the course of 40 minutes or so, yeah, we basically took over the whole base. (laughs) (laughs) It took a while and we had to keep leaving and coming back because we'd get like up five stars coming out. We're like, oh shit.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like trying to get away and we'd get away, come back and... You know, destroy a couple more things and come back. And I taught him, you know, where there's red stripes painted around stuff, that's what we can blow up. And he's like, Daddy over there, daddy over there. (laughs) Like, oh yeah, I didn't see that one. Nice, you got spotter. Yeah, it's great. (laughs) So he's having all kinds of fun with that, just pointing out he's like, Go up that tower. And I'm like, I'm trying to get up that tower (laughs) But I got a sniper on me, you know, and I'll go after the sniper and it's it was a lot of fun. So nice that we had fun with just trying to take over an entire base, and we did, which was crazy. <laughs> I was like, There's no way. When I saw it, I'm like, There's no way we're taking this thing over. And then we did nice. <laughs> uh, and then I got to play not enough, but a bunch of NHL 17. Sure. So, um, I played. I didn't get to play the World uh, Cup of Hockey stuff. Okay. uh, Which is brand new this year. I did do the... Oh, what's it called? The... Crap. Draft Champions. Oh, okay. Madden has? Yeah. They've done that for NHL. So... That's kind of cool. Because, like, with the NFL... I don't know all these players on all the other teams with the NHL. I know a lot of the players sure. on the other teams and then the historic players. I'm like, Wendell Clark. Fuck. Yeah. I want Wendell Clark. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So I'm, I'm, I'm picking all these really fun players and I had a lot of fun with it. The first game I won like seven to two oh. and I'm like, all right, I'm going to cruise through this <laughs> second game. It took me to the second period to score a goal. And then they got a goal off a weird, fluky. Like, they took a shot, it deflected. My goalie went down. Sure. And the puck just kind of went up in the air and fluttered. My goalie is on his butt, like two feet in front of the blue paint. <laughs> and the puck flutters over him, drops into the blue paint, and slides into the net. <laughs> and I'm like, come on. Oh, man. Fuck me. And. I ended up going up three to one. They came back and tied it in the last minute of the game and then beat me two seconds into overtime. I was like, "Fuck!" so yeah, it was that first game. I I don't know why I just was, I destroyed them. Uh, I was all my left wingers were coming down and just ripping it right over the goalie's shoulder. Um, but, yeah, I could not pull that off in the in the second game, so nice. the the difference with this one though, like in in NFL, you have to win three games uh, to get to the championship in NHL, you have to win four.
2: okay. Uh,
1: I don't know if that's based on playoffs, essentially. there's playoffs four rounds, no, four rounds of the NHL playoffs. Mm. Are there three rounds in football? To the Super Bowl,
0: uh, yeah, because the first weekend is the wild card, and then yeah, it's three, and then into the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah, so may- maybe I don't know, I don't know why, but for whatever reason, it's three in Madden, it's four in NHL. Sure, um, but even you know, winning the one game, they're like, "Hey, you've got cards," and they take me right into Hockey Ultimate Team, and you know, of course, first taste is free, cards and but. The version they sent me is is also the deluxe version. Oh, cool. So I get the 25 gold packs, one a week for the next whatever, you know, mm. um, 20 weeks, whatever it is. Um, so I got that first gold pack and I got the pack that I won for playing there and everything. And, you know, if you keep playing uh, each of those... If you keep playing draft champions, you can essentially win more packs of cards, so yeah. it's another way to get more hockey ultimate team cards uh in kind of a fun way. I mean, I really enjoyed pulling together all these different players essentially from all these different teams, and man, they don't make it easy <laughs> like, <laughs> the The players that get thrown up there i'm like fuck they're they're all like all stars. <laughs> The the neat thing they do though, they break it down. There's five different and I'm not gonna remember all of them right now, but um you don't just go in and it's all the hockey players. Like you go in and you can go through the Canadian one. So mm-hmm. it's all of Canada's best players. And that's the first one I did. I just I figured I'll just do them each, you know, one at a time. Sure. M- the one is also all your draft picks are all going to be all-time hockey greats from Canada. You know, Nice. Current guys, and then you're going to get the, the all-time greats thrown in uh, here and there. Uh, the other one is Europe, and I guess the world, essentially. <laughs> um, so you get all the European players. Sure. Uh, one, I think, is newish player rookie type players or sure. young players um or like
0: minor league players that
1: well no like like the rookie sensation type players
2: Oh okay okay
1: past couple of years i think um i don't i don't remember what the other 3 are but there's three other other ways to go so you can kind of you know if if you're more of a european player you know, or you're from Europe, you're like, "Oh, I know the European players, I want them, you know, and you can sure. do your draft champions that way, which is kind of cool, you know you yeah. can, can kind of focus it down and and pick you know from a group essentially to then take on whatever they throw at you
0: hmm. cool
1: so yeah it's it's kind of a neat change um I did that, and I did like one or two just quick games um just to see how it how it feels and everything. Sure. And it feels really
3: good. It That's good.
1: Really well, it it's again each year, you know, they've been doing it and now doing themselves, but the, the physics now and, and the player movement, man. It, all right. So in my written Madden review, I mentioned it was the little things that make such a big difference, especially in a sports game. Sure. And there were all those little things in Madden that are just not quite there. Right. And and I I went through kind of a list of them, especially in the visual stuff in in the written review. The little things in NHL so far. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) I threw a puck. I was deep in my defensive zone. And there was a guy breaking across towards center ice. And I threw a puck up towards him. And in the old one, you know, they would just kind of skate and the puck would come onto their stick and they'd, you know, continue skating forward. Sure. This one, the guy, as the puck is coming, he's looking over his shoulder and he turns his whole body around to receive the puck. And Mm. then one fluid motion turns and keeps going just like a real NHL player would. Wow. Like it was... It, that alone, I, I was giddy. I was like, "Oh my gosh, look at that!" <laughs> cool. It was so cool to see. Yeah, it's little tiny things like that that they've added to the game that make it that much better and that much more realistic. Like I've been harping on the goalies, where you know they'll lean and they'll they'll reach their shoulders up and they'll lean more and and make these moves that real goalies make that they right. never did in any of the previous versions of the game, and that alone makes it for a much more realistic experience. But when you add that to all the stuff that's going on with all the other players on the ice, it looks good. Nice. It really does. There's still the issue with, you know, the puck goes down to the boards and there isn't really anybody around. And the guy will just kind of lock onto the boards like, okay, come and let's do board play, you know, Come and push and shove and try to kick the puck and get it out of the area, and it it seems a little bit better. But you know they they seem to do it more when you're still within a couple feet of them, not when you're like ten feet away. But you're still too far away. Like I wasn't even going to go after the guy. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you move the puck, I'm I'm moving over here to defend you from you know throwing it up the boards right. and the guy just locks onto the boards and i'm like oh
0: really oh, are we doing this still happening huh yeah
1: so that still happens but um but yeah overall so far very cool nice. so i have to get into all the other modes there's a lot of other modes in there sure and the world cup stuff which i'm very excited to mess around with too cool So that's what I played. And we watched when we were in Brooklyn, we watched Minions twice. Again. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We watched Minions once here. He's watching. And right after we watched it, I said, you know what? Let's watch Despicable Me. Because we haven't seen it in a long time. And Minions is essentially a prequel to Despicable Me.
2: Right.
1: And I said, I'd be really interested to watch it again and see you know how different the minions are because when they made that they didn't have all this in mind and let's see where where things go and it was interesting to watch obviously they're they're very similar they're a little bit different sure um in terms of the way they all look uh in terms of you know the main character in the minions movie is named kevin and Kevin in Despicable Me is not the same minion. Mm, okay, like he's a tall, skinny one in in Minions movie, and in Despicable Me, he's shorter, and he's not—he's not even the same guy. Mm. So it's interesting that they.
0: Yeah, that seems kind of odd.
1: They went that way, you know. They they had these established characters, and they had all these names already in. They could have picked any name and they could have picked a completely different name, but those are the names that Kevin, Bob and Stuart were the ones they went with. And (laughs) at least Kevin and Bob, I think are in despicable me. And I, Kevin is definitely not the same one. Right. Bob is similar, but I don't think he's quite the same character either. So, huh? Uh, but man, both those movies are fantastic.
2: Yeah,
0: I always liked the first Despicable Me. That's the only one I've seen, though.
1: And if watching it again, <laughs> I was really enjoying it. Nice. <laughs> so, uh, and we watched, uh, my wife was saying, it was Saturday night, I guess. My wife was like, we need, because we had just watched Minions, she's like, something with music. And I was like, something with music. Because um, Zoe likes to dance. Ah. Uh, so, yeah, she's my dancer. My son won't dance, my <laughs> wife won't dance, so Zoe's my dancer. Her and I are, like, dancing like crazy. Oh, me closer, time to
3: dance. Uh.
1: So, I'm, I'm looking through Voodoo for all the stuff, you know, whatever we have, digital, sure. from what we bought, Blu-ray and everything, and I'm like, well, all right, Mary Poppins. That's got music That's in got it.
0: That's got a lot of music in it.
1: Let's do that. Because I and as we started, I'm like, I don't think I've seen this since I was a child. Oh. Since I was probably Mason's age,
0: uh, I I saw it when I was older than that. I I, I saw it a few years ago again because I'm such a big Dick Van Dyke fan,
1: and I, him and his bad English accents. But that's the best part ours. of it
0: because <laughs> well, Bob and Brian here in town on the radio, they always talk about. When they were growing up, they go, That's how we learned an English accent. That crappy cockney accent that that Dick Van Dyke fakes. Yeah. It's it's I mean it's it's the same thing of bang bang. Well, but it's the same thing of learning opera from Bugs Bunny, you know? That's that's what we grew up
1: with. (laughs) But that was actual opera. That wasn't like
0: Kinda. I mean, it it was parts of, yeah.
1: Well, and then Kill the Wabbit, you know. Exactly. You you mix up the words, but still.
0: But anybody our age hears that music, just the music itself, you're going to say Kill the Wabbit. I mean, it's, yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh,
1: But, you know, not having seen it since I was five years old, probably four years old, (laughs) it was interesting to see. I was very impressed by how well they integrated, oh yeah, the animation and the just all the visuals were really impressive. Really impressive effects, yeah, especially for sixty-two. I think is when it came out. Because uh, I looked it up as we were watching it, I was like, "Holy crap!" Um, but the work they did on it was really impressive. Oh yeah, and I couldn't stop laughing. Through we only got through the first hour because it's like a two and a it's almost a two and a half hour movie. It's
0: yeah ridiculous
1: for a kids movie,
0: especially something with the animation. I mean, yeah, it's not fully animated, so that's how they got away with it. I think
1: it's well two hours and twenty minutes. Jeez, yeah. So yeah, um, but the first hour, it's all the Simpsons, Sherry Bobbins. Oh it's, sure, it, it's. I couldn't believe... And, you know, watching that Simpsons episode, I laughed because I'm like, oh, it's all Mary Poppins, ha ha ha, ha. Yeah. How close <laughs> they come to the actual movie is insane. Oh, yeah. And all the little things they do in that are so freaking funny. The The kids are... In Mary Poppins, the kids are singing out their list for what they want Mary Poppins to be. And all I can hear is Lisa Simpson singing her thing and Homer saying, no fat chicks. (laughs) (laughs) I was just dying. And I'm the only one laughing because nobody knows what I'm laughing at. And I'm like, this is fantastic. This is the best thing ever. (laughs) Nice. So yeah, it was really cool. And the funny thing is like when we started it, Mason, you know, he saw her sitting on the cloud. He's like, she's on a cloud and that's big Ben. I know big Ben (laughs) from, From Disney Infinity. You start start off one of the things, you go by Big Ben, it's a whole Peter Pan thing. Sure. Um and I said, look, and he's like, Yeah, and from Minions, it's it's in there too in the Minions movie. Um so he recognized that and he was interested in that, but then after you know they start Coming into the story and everything, he wasn't interested in any of that, and he's running around. <laughs> and then Mary Poppins shows up; she flies in, and I'm like, "Look, Mason, she's flying! It's like magic." He's like, "What?" And then he was hooked. <laughs> now he and wants an like umbrella. All the magic she's doing, where she goes up the banister and she's making—you know—they're cleaning up and yep. all the little things she's doing. He was just transfixed by the whole thing. He was like, "Jeez!" <laughs> he's like, "This magic? How she's doing that?" I'm like, "It's magic, man." <laughs> So, it was cool. That was kind of fun. I yeah. I do want to get through the last hour and twenty minutes of it sometime. Oof. Uh, I kind of want to do it with the kids. I, <laughs> I will watch. Well, it on there's my a own. lot more animation it.
0: in it toward the end too. So, yeah.
1: well, yeah. It, the whole thing was all. I mean, they go right into. She gets the kids. They walk outside, and Dick Van Dyke had had drawn. Oh, all those yeah. chalk drawings and they jump into the chalk drawing and he and her have a date while they send off the kids somewhere and they're doing their whole date with the penguins and they're getting their food. And I'm like, yeah, so where the fuck are the kids right now that she's supposed yeah. to be watching that she sent off into this chalk world all on their own? <laughs> Some <laughs> evil eraser is after them it's for all I know. Fine. <laughs> uh. You know, but then they're on merry go round, and that got Zoe's attention. I mean she was watching it and kind of dancing to the music, but not paying too much attention, but the merry go round she's like, "I was on that, you know, yeah, and she's staring at that, and then the the horses all come free, and they're going all over the world, and they were both kids were like, <gasps> so it was fun it was fun to see that all the reactions and everything
3: cool, so
0: yep. Now what you need to get it is uh, Herbie the Love Bug. Oh my gosh. It's only on yeah. DVD though. They never brought it on Blu-ray. Yeah. And not that crappy Lindsay Lohan remake.
1: Oh no, no. We need the uh have Buddy to. Hack.
0: Well, you have yeah, Buddy Hack I mean, come on. That's why. Yeah. It's only ten bucks on or nine bucks on DVD. It's a special edition too.
1: Oh, is it really? Yeah. yeah. See, I did love that movie when Two disc kid. special edition.
0: Holy
2: shit. I'm gonna have to buy that.
0: That was, that was one, of my, one of my dad's favorite movies. Like for Disney films, we God. always had the Love Bug. Like any chance we ever had to go to the theater, we'd go see it, or else if it was on TV, we'd watch it. Mine was always Pete's Dragon.
3: Mm. Yeah. yeah, I'm to...
0: Love Bug special edition DVD special edition two discs nine dollars and nine cents. In really? stock. Yeah.
1: Wow. Not Maybe a bad they'll... deal. I think I'm gonna order it. Of course. Disney four movie collection. Yeah, but that's... Ten bucks.
0: Yeah, but I don't think it's as... uh, I don't think it's all as good a quality or anything.
1: Well, Herbie goes bananas, Herbie goes to Monte Carlo, and Herbie rides again. Those
0: aren't as good.
1: No, they're not. They're pretty terrible from what Uh, I remember.
0: I think I'm going to order this. Actually, you folks want me to order this because now that I'm ordering it, it'll come out on Blu-ray in about two months. (laughs) because yeah. <laughs> that's what always what happens
1: oh actually yeah there we go this. done ordered because that that would get me that much closer to my Disney Uh, uh what's it called special oh, tour thing yeah I still get, from one of our listeners, he still sends me, I'll just get uh, like a message on PSN, which is just this random string of letters and numbers. And I'm like, (laughs) what the fuck? Oh, Disney. (laughs) And I go type it in. I'm like, yes! Boy.
3: Yeah.
0: Well, this coming week, uh, Captain America Civil War is out. Yeah. And they actually brought it out in 3D.
1: Yeah.
0: I couldn't believe it.
1: Yeah, Jungle Book is not in 3D unless you're in Europe, but, you know. <sighs> Fucking Disney. Fucking Disney. And there's no rhyme or reason to it.
0: it and I've it, heard the 3D in Jungle Book is fantastic.
1: It literally makes no sense. Actually, James Melky and I were, were just complaining about that endlessly yeah. at, at the Sony event. I ran into him and we were talking because uh, last time I saw him in person... And I—that's I, how I let off. I'm like, dude, last time I saw you in person <sighs> was back before the Vita launched at the Sony holiday event. What? You didn't see New him
0: York. at E3?
1: No.
4: Oh, I you didn't not.
0: go over there with us because M—or no, Andy was supposed to do that, and uh, Andy went over there with me. That's right.
1: Yeah, I have not run into him since then, and—and and I said I sat there with you. When you were doing uh, Luminous. Yeah. For the launch. Yeah. And you were like, okay, how familiar are you with this? And I was like, Pff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you started running me through every level because I knew what the fuck I was doing. <laughs> yeah. And I said, yeah, my wife was there as, the, as my camera person. jeez. Oh, uh, we weren't married at the time, but she was my camera person. And so I sent him the pictures. I sent him two of the pictures when I got home. But um,
0: it's crazy. He's writing now again.
1: Yeah, we were talking about. Um, well, we were talking about the UHD thing, which we'll talk about a oh, little later. later. Yeah. We were going on about that. It was so funny because he said, uh, "I forget what movie he said he got or he was about to order."
0: I got the Watchmen and- Ultimate Edition. I didn't realize I have the UHD
1: version of that. Well, I told him, I said, well, I've got, I said, I, he said, yeah, well, I did it for X movie and, you know, I have that movie now. What am I going to watch? I don't know what I'm going to do. I said, yeah. I, I did it for, for Deadpool. I have Deadpool sitting at home. He's like, oh, I need that. I need his red and black leathery goodness right up in my <laughs> face. <and> just
2: <laughs>
0: Actually, you know what? I might have that one in UHD as well.
1: Yeah. Son of a bitch. Since that wasn't 3D, I was like, "Fuck it, I That's might as right. well just get it." Because eventually, yeah, we'll talk about that later. But yeah, um, but yeah, yeah, I'm just, I'll just stop <sighs> there. <laughs> we were we were complaining about Disney and Jungle Book and 3D and their 3D bullshit. And yeah, how I had to go to play Asia or, or some Asians. Site to get Big Hero 6 in 3D uh, on a region-free disc. That's the problem. Like Jungle Book is available in Europe, but the one in the UK, if it's still the UK this week, if it's not just back to England, <laughs> um, that one is not region-free as far as I know. Uh. I think the German one is. The joke. Yeah, it's 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 so fucked up. It like is. Frozen, the biggest fucking movie they've ever had. Frozen is not available in 3D in the US. You have to import the the British version.
0: You know that I've never seen that movie.
1: It's fantastic movie.
0: I'm sure it is.
1: It's, it really <laughs> is. it's good. Better. I didn't expect much of it. I was just like, uh, yeah. Yeah,
0: uh, I want to see it eventually, but I've never seen Finding uh, Finding Nemo all the way through either. Oh jeez, well, we started watching it, and then uh, my friend's wife had to watch Oprah, so we had to turn it off,
1: yeah. yeah, well, there's okay, so big hero six uh frozen and uh what's the one with Angelina Jolie as the witch
2: oh um
0: uh bah, 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 uh <sighs> where she snow White the the witch from Snow White. Yeah. Yeah. Um, son of a bitch. What's her name? Everybody's yelling at their speakers right now. Hang on. Uh, yeah. Meph- Mephisto or something like that. Um, Malevolent? Ma- ah,
1: yes. Uh, Maleficent. Maleficent. <laughs> that one I had to import as well. Jesus. 3D. That's the only way I could get 3D on those three movies was to import them. Up oh, yours, Disney. Yeah. At least we're
0: finally getting The Force Awakens on in 3D in November, I think.
1: I knew that was coming. That's yeah. why I didn't
0: fucking buy it. <laughs> eh, I got it, because I'll just give it to Rock. It's fine. Because I had to have it. I knew they were going to do that. I've watched it like three three freaking times since I got it.
1: Yeah. So. I f- fucking Disney. <laughs> yep. So frustrating. Yep. All right. Onward.
0: All right. Uh, I didn't play a lot and watch a lot and stuff because I'm still practicing for that uh, smoke off that's coming up October 1st. So spent a lot of time this weekend working on that and also a uh, big sports weekend here in Wisconsin. Uh, you know, Badgers played and Packers opener. Uh, so we watched that. I was with the, my, my other family and did a lot of that stuff. Carson um, Wentz pulling
1: off a win. What's that? Carson Wentz pulling off a win. Yeah. Filly. Ooh speaking of video and stuff, I, I, I just hit the disc here. Right? It's sitting next to me. I forgot about it. I just, when I was all right. So I cut cable for people who didn't right. hear because I told Glenn that before we started recording, I had to get my cable boxes out, get the wires out and the plugs and everything. So while I was doing all that, I just ripped everything out and just rewired it. Cause it was all a mess. Yeah. Um, And I moved some things around, but as I was digging through the drawers to clean those out and put games and everything in them, I found the Orb BR Disk. Oh my God. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Which was
0: a thing. They disappeared.
1: Yes. It was a thing you would put into your PS3. You had to install Orb Caster on your PC or Mac. Yep. And then you could essentially send your video and um, well, it, it was really hard to send the video. It was better for sending like pictures and stuff yeah. over to your PS3.
0: It's basically, it was, it was a go-between because DNLA wasn't supported on the PS4 for a long time. PS3. Oh, PS3. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this was a way to get a DNLA server essentially but you had to put the disk in the drive and then yeah. they had an install later Uh where you didn't have to have the disk anymore. You could just install it off the App Store. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And yeah, that thing was a real royal pain in the ass. And we had, I think, didn't we have it on the podcast even? We did.
1: Yeah. yeah. And the other thing, which I threw out, but now that I'm talking about it, I probably should go get and just stick it in a box somewhere just because it's funny. Um, the Netflix disc. for the Oh, Fiesta. yeah.
2: Yeah, I still have mine. Before,
1: before there was an app, and mine is unopened because when I got mine... I guess the app came before the disc showed up.
0: <laughs> well, no, well, they did that to get around a loophole.
1: Because yeah, because
0: Xbox had like uh, a exclusivity. timed exclusivity on an app yeah. version of it, so they put it on disc so they yep. could get, get Netflix support on PlayStation. For yeah, it, that was hilarious. yeah. Netflix
1: would send them out to you for free, yep. and then you had to install it and run it and do the whole thing. And I just never did. Yeah. So I I had the disk sitting there. I was like, oh, shit, look, there's the Netflix disk.
0: Oh, no, I think Netflix actually ran off that disk. I don't think you installed it. It might have. Yeah, I think that was the whole thing, is that per the contract they had with Microsoft, you couldn't have it installed on the system. Mm. So they did it on the disk until they could bring the app actually out on the store.
2: That's so
3: funny.
0: Yeah. I remember all that happening, and we found out that it was like a loophole that they... That they did something, and that's how they figured it out, and uh, and then PlayStation became the biggest, most widely used Netflix device out there. Yeah. Which is hilarious. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, I still have mine. I, I remember packing it up when I packed the house. <laughs> All that crazy shit. All right. Uh, so, played some Uno. I was actually playing tonight, even, right before we recorded, and I was getting freaked out because... We started a, a pretty solid time, and it was getting really close. And this match was just going on forever. Uh, I was I was like, "Come on, come on, come on!" And literally got done about two minutes before Josh popped up on Skype. Yeah. Uh, still enjoying the game quite a bit. It's very solid on PS4. Really enjoying it. Uh, I like the different uh, uh, rule variations, that sort of thing. And, and for the price, I think it's a lot of fun if you like Uno. It's a very solid game of Uno. Uh, better than the PS3 one, I think. Uh, it, it really, it's, it's close to the fun I was having on the 360 one. And probably if I go back and play the 360 one now, I would probably say this one's, pr- it's probably better now, uh, just because of all the rule, uh, variations that you have available to you, that sort of thing. And online's been rock solid, uh, really enjoying it. So, uh, kudos to them for this one. Also been trying to play Call of Duty Black Ops 3, the new, DLC came out this week and I wanted to try it out. It's it's some pretty crazy DLC. It's four new maps. One is like an old west town. There's one that it's like you're on a picnic table. You're really tiny on this humongous picnic table. Uh so they're all like the four maps are very very out there. Um I mean with my hand, even with my my better controller, I'm I'm not coming in last most most of the maps like or most of the rounds. I'm I'm not coming in last. So I consider that kind of a, a semi win at this point. Um I'm still the whole, the shooting in Blops 3 still doesn't feel right to me for some reason, but I'm I'm doing better with it and you know, having some fun, but none of my friends are playing Blops 3 anymore, so I'm kind of just waiting for the new games to hit because I have a feeling that I'll have a lot of people playing uh Modern Warfare Remastered for sure. Cuz I know a lot of people are excited about that, which is funny. Um the one thing when I was out at that event was all these people, all the media, like, oh, nobody cares about that. One guy was like, my, my editor told me not even to worry about Modern Warfare Remastered. And what got probably the most reaction at the keynote when they announced that they're going to have all 16 multiplayer maps from Modern Warfare Remastered, the place lit up. And I nudged a couple of them like, that's why you cover Modern Warfare Remastered, because people do care about it. So it was it was kind of a... A nice little moment there. <laughs> and I'm seriously excited uh, for for both. I, I think the campaign you know, it's funny, you, me and Stewart always had those arguments about because you and Stewart always say, Oh, I just played Call of Duty for the for the campaign, and I've always kind of chided you both for it. Because mm-hmm. for those games, I mean, let's let's face it. Most people play those games for the multiplayer, and I'm one of them. <clears throat> this time around, I am actually on your side of the fence, and and I'm very very excited for uh, this, the the campaign and Infinite Warfare. I think it's going to be fantastic. From every indication I've seen so far, I think I'm going to really love it. So excited! Uh, and then played some Strike Vector. I've been playing that online, and I've actually been doing pretty damn well. I'm I'm holding my own quite quite well in that game, mainly because the left thumbstick doesn't get used very much except for finite strafing. Uh, I can actually play that really well with the with the controller I have from, from the controller shop that that I still have to actually post a review for. Um, I'm I'm having really good luck with that game, and, and I'm, it's man, it's solid online. It is so much fun. It's just that old school Quake feeling, uh, along with some descent, and, and like I've said before, and, and it, it's really scratching that area that I that I uh, that I love. It's 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 a game I really that style I haven't played for a long time. I think the closest thing is probably Warhawk and, uh, I don't fly in Warhawk and that's all you do in strike vectors fly. And I'm, I'm having a blast. So, and then last but not least, I mentioned it before, but, uh, playing rocket league and it's the one game throughout all this recovery that uh, it's really killed me because rock plays it like every night he gets, he gets home from work. He turns it on immediately. He's either playing that or he's playing the of Isaac. And, uh, tears me up not playing any Rocket League. And uh I got home after watching the football games uh last night and I said, screw this, I'm gonna play some Rocket League. And I got in first match I played. I ended up getting five goals in the first game. And hmm. I was just ecstatic. I was just I I was like maybe my hands finally starting to work better, you know, and I did really well last night. I was first place, second place every match. Uh never took last Um, yeah, I I don't have that finite precision still, but I was making some pretty insane shots too. So it was, it was a very uplifting night. Uh, one thing that kind of sucks, well, the rumble uh, mode came out. I haven't tried that yet in rocket league. Uh, they brought a lot of new stuff, but one thing that kind of sucks is our PS nation flag is still in the game, but when you go into a match, it's not, it doesn't work. So you can go choose it and it's on there, you know, you you can look at it all around on the front menu, but when you go in the game, there's no topper at all. So, uh, let them know last night I tweeted them and and emailed them and said, Hey, it's not working again. So I think somebody there doesn't like us. Although ours isn't the only flag that's doing that. I guess they have this really kick-ass antenna that's, uh, the, I want to say the green tentacle from day of the tentacle is one of them. Mm. I was laughing at that one, but that one doesn't work in game either. Apparently. But it's funny. I, I I tweeted about that, and then all these people started bitching up a storm. Like, yeah, at least the game works on PlayStation. It doesn't work on Xbox One. I'm like, well, oh, sounds like you need a PlayStation Four then. <laughs> uh, yeah. I God, I just love Rocket League still. I just adore it. So that uh, it, it's it, it, it was a fun night. So I'm, I'm looking forward to playing some more of that now, and hopefully rehab my thumb a little bit more. But uh, other than that, you know, watch just a lot of sports, so I haven't really had time to watch too much. I've been working on a lot of other stuff, been really busy at work, and um, yeah, trying to get the house fixed up so I can sell it. And, well, the other thing was I was doing a shitload of research for what we're going to be talking about later uh, for the PlayStation meeting. So I've been spending a lot of time researching a lot of the stuff that was talked about so that we can discuss it a little bit more with a little more education. So, yeah. All right. Well, I'm done. Let's take a break. Yeah. Uh, when we get back, we'll do a quick uh, quickie on what's going on around PS Nation. I'm sure, we'll have a lot to talk about with this PlayStation meeting that happened last week, because everybody's been tweeting us asking us what we what we think about it. Uh, so I said, wait till the podcast, and uh, if we have any emails, we'll read those too. So we'll be right back. Deep, deep dive from last Wednesday. Josh gets to keep things a little bit lighter for a little while and tell us what's going on around PS Nation.
1: Well, before I do that... Oh. um, (laughs) I was trying to get Mason off the games for a minute and... I pulled out the Schoolhouse Rock DVD collection. Oh, boy. Two-disc collection, which has every Schoolhouse Rock thing ever made. Nice. uh, And put it in. He's like, I'm not interested in this. I'm not watching it. I was like, okay, I'm going to watch it. (laughs) So I started watching it. And then he started to get interested in it. Of course. (laughs) And I did a bunch of the multiplication stuff and then some of the... Uh, lolly lolly lolly. Get your adverbs here, stuff like that. And I,
0: there's so much of that stuff I don't remember anymore.
1: So much of it, where I was, we'd hit it, and I'm like, "What was the? What was this one again?" <gasps> oh, and I'd start singing right along with it, <laughs> <laughs> and he's looking at me like, "What are you doing? <laughs> Crazy." Uh the electricity one, and you know,
2: I'm just a you know. bill
1: it was very cool. So nice. I am going to keep playing that and just drill it into his brain. Even though
0: t- probably half the stuff they taught us in uh, in schoolhouse rock doesn't doesn't pertain to anything anymore. It's either been debunked or updated.
1: No, all the grammar <laughs> stuff does.
0: Well, that's true, yeah.
1: Because I was talking to my I I started to put it in my wife's like I should watch this. I'm like, yeah, you should." <laughs> <laughs> I, I said, "You know what? Honestly, sixth grade English class Yeah, the teacher asked asked the class you know go pick out the blah in this sentence and I was like what? nobody ever taught me that and I was <laughs> like wait a minute and I remembered the schoolhouse rock song and I'm like okay it's a, okay I know what it is nice. <laughs> and I underlined it I'm like wow I got that right holy shit <laughs> schoolhouse rock
0: worked <laughs> come on schoolhouse rock is so old there were only 48 states back
1: then <laughs> oh. It's pretty impressive. So, yeah, yeah if, it's, if I just drill it into his head, it'll just be there. Nice. Yeah. That's the plan. Nice. Anyway. All right. So, not much last week. Yeah, kind of a slow week. Yeah, so the Madden NFL 17 written review went up. So... Yeah,
0: remember how I said I wasn't gonna get Madden? <laughs> well, Amazon had it on sale for forty bucks. Yeah, and I had a twenty dollar credit in Amazon. Yeah, so for twenty bucks, I said I might as well get it just in case. Yeah, I haven't opened it yet though. It's still just, yeah. just sitting there. But twenty bucks,
1: <laughs> it is good. It is really yeah, it's,
0: good. That, I keep hearing that from people. Even though it was funny, one review I watched on YouTube, uh, the guy got really thorough, but he said that. In the season or, you know, the franchise or whatever it is now that they call it, yeah. uh, it wasn't giving enough injuries for a season. He's like, it's really low on, on injuries. And then, like, two days later or a day later, somebody tweets, these injuries are ridiculous and Madden. And there were, like, ten injuries on his, on his team. I'm like, oh, yeah. oh, so what is this, just a random
1: generator or something? I think you can tweak that. Probably. You can tweak that. Well,
0: the stuff. guy in the video was saying, like, on the default settings... So yeah. I don't know the guy that tweeted. I don't know if he was, you know, if he tried to make it tougher or whatever. But well, it was just funny seeing that huge spread between the two people.
1: With with NHL, I have to tweak the uh, penalty settings because every one of the games I've played so far, yeah, I barely breathe on a guy and he gets tripped up and <laughs> I'm in the box and <laughs> literally I give up like eight power plays a game,
0: flopping like a soccer player.
1: Every freaking game. Nice. And it's crazy. And they usually score at least one goal on the power play. And that's usually a goal to tie or go ahead in the game. And it's making me nuts. So I, I keep telling myself, Oh, you have to go into that menu and kind of tone that down a little bit. And I keep forgetting to do it. Uh, so yes, the Madden review went up. Uh, there is a brand new last week on, and my, all dern fire whatever browser this is chrome crappy chrome
0: yeah crappy chrome
1: it's frozen up there it is last week on daily poll and missed monday
0: (sighs) well that was labor day
1: i don't care he missed it
0: he was laboring
1: Uh, okay So, uh, about the PlayStation meeting, about uh, who do you usually play online with, are you excited for the meeting, Uh, are you planning to upgrade to the Pro after the announcement, did either, if you don't have a PS4, did either of those entice you to get one now?
2: Yeah. Um,
1: Do you even have a 4K TV? Mm -hmm. (laughs) <laughs>
0: that was probably a resounding no. <laughs> and even then, the the question then should have been the next day: Do you have a 4K TV that
1: actually supports HDR10? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah.
0: I don't know. That's what the answer would have been.
1: Yes, and then streams. I don't have a lot of information on streams, but streams are happening. Yeah. All the time.
0: Well, I think we might, and I'm I'm not certain. So keep your eye on the forums. Sean might be doing a stream for Star Trek online sometime later this week because uh Perfect World wants to give us a bunch of codes to give away. Mm. Uh because that's a free-to-play game that you know you, you can buy different packs and stuff. And Expensive it sounds packs. <laughs> yeah, and it sounds like they want to give us uh a bunch of the uh, what do you call them, the the faction packs. Oh, that's awesome. So the Starfleet one, the Yeah. There's like 3
1: of them. So I was looking at those actually. I was like,
3: "Damn."
0: Yeah, because Sean got all those for <laughs> the expensive. review. Yeah. yeah. Um but uh, I I don't know for sure, so I'm not promising it here. But uh we've been talking about it and uh I don't nothing solidified yet, so keep your eye on the forums, maybe on Twitter if you're interested in that at all, but um it was funny when I saw that at E3, Sean was just flipping out. He's like, "Oh my god, it's coming to consoles." Um. Yeah, and it it was cool when I when I got to play it at E3, and I I thought it was really neat. So I have a download, so, and I just haven't played the game yet.
1: If it's the faction packs, uh, each pack individually is forty bucks. Yeah, and there are three of them. Yes, or. Yeah, three of them.
0: Uh, there, is a there is a Starfleet Final
1: Frontier pack. Yeah, there's Starfleet
0: Legacy Romulan Starfleet pack, Federation and an Empire yeah. pack, Klingon.
1: Yeah. Yes. So there's Federation, Klingon, Romulan packs. 80 yes, yes. bucks each, or you can get all three of them for 80 bucks.
0: Well, not a bad deal if you want all three.
1: Yeah, but still, still 80 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> for a free to play game. I mean, that's well, that's the
0: free to play model, though. It's, yeah. Yeah.
1: That's where they're making their money. And Star Trek Online uh Zen, I guess, is the currency. And you can buy currency five hundred Zen is five bucks. Mm. Eleven thousand Zen is a hundred bucks.
0: So you're getting ten thousand free?
1: Yeah. Or however so, much. A thousand free. A thousand free. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they they've got all different prices for Zen in there. Uh, you get three hundred free if you do fifty bucks, you get fifty three hundred then yeah, so yeah yeah, yeah, it's cool, yeah, I did download that. I was very excited, but haven't had a chance to play that yet
0: what i What I played brought a smile to my face, I mean, as a star trek fan it it was really neat, and they're doing some cool stuff with it you know they're doing like legacy uh, like the 60s uniforms yeah. and, and all stuff so it's it's really neat how they're doing it and and very faithful to what you would expect from a Star Trek game
1: yep. i grabbed my wrath of khan movie uniforms because those are free to PlayStation yep. Plus members yep khan yep. all right so let's dive into this so <sighs> on Wednesday Apple had a meeting to announce the iPhone 7. (laughs) They took
3: away my headphone jack!
1: That's what we're here to talk about, right? Yes, aren't we? Mario was on stage, and everybody blew their wad for a Mario Runner, essentially.
0: I don't... (laughs) Well, you know why it's funny? Because two or three years ago, Miyamoto flat out said, there will never be a Mario Runner game.
1: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And money. And money. So. All right. So. Kind of the neat thing. It was at the PlayStation Theater.
2: Indeed. In
0: New
1: York. <laughs> Pretty cool. Since uh, they have branded that. It was the old Best Buy Theater. It's right in Times Square.
0: And good old Josh the Seat Ninja. Uh,
1: well, see, that was the weird thing. I got there. And, of course, in the email, it said very sp- specifically no large tripods or camera mounts nobody ever listens to that that. shit well you know there's a guy from the BBC there and he's got it looks like a coffin he's (laughs) got a freaking case like you wouldn't believe and we're looking at it and I'm like what the and the PR is running over like, you can't, you can't, you should have, you got the email. And they're like, that didn't say that in my email. I'm, oh, because you're a PR. Uh, and I'm like, said it my email. <laughs> and I pull up my email and they're like, holy shit. Well, thank you for showing me that. Wow. Because, yeah, some got the email that said that, some did not. And they were like, look, and there's no place to store it. You have to, and most of the people there like one of the guys he's like well my office is right across the street so I could sure. just like go but I really don't want to do this but okay <laughs> well so but yeah there were there was all kind of miscommunication there unfortunately so but everybody got in everybody did their thing so cool. I got in and I I sit right in front cuz mm-hmm. front row and I'm like okay um but should I be front row? Because the screen is gigantic right in front of my face. I was
0: wondering that because I could see it on the stream because it just sat there for a while. I'm like, wow, that looks like a really big screen in the
1: front. And well, two off that's the, the big screen, and then there were two off on either side. Right, yeah. right. The thing is, a lot of the gameplay they showed were on the two on either side.
0: Oh, they didn't show in the middle too?
1: Well, the middle one, we think... The theory running around the press was the middle one was not 4K. So they were showing that stuff on the oh. side screens. But it was okay. I mean, it was better. And I was talking to one of the PR people afterwards. And they were like, where'd you sit? And I was like, front row. And they're like, oh, you know, that's better. Because right up front closer, you could probably see the detail and the difference and everything right. a lot better than the people sitting way up in the back. And I say way up in the back, but it's like 20 rows. Yeah, it didn't it's look that good. A, it's, it's a very small venue, and it's that's the way it is. And that's why they were saying no big tripods, no this, no that. It's right. it's these permanent seats in this very small venue, and you can't really do that. And, um, that,
0: and that's the thing about 4K uh, specifically, is that you really don't get a huge benefit out of it Unless the screen is roughly 50 inches or above, and uh, the closer you are, the more detail you can see. You can see kind of what they're doing with the graphics technology, and and we'll get into the technical shit a little bit later, but uh, they were right that being closer probably was much better for you.
1: Yeah, it was. Oh, man,
0: that Spider-Man. Oh,
1: yeah. Spider-Man was sick. Wow. And, And that was the thing. Like, so you know they run through the whole presentation they do their whole thing yeah. and when that's all done <laughs> by
0: the way shortest press conference ever
1: yeah. <laughs> like 45 minutes it was done well when they're all done and and this is the hard thing because and we were all talking about that all the press and and we we're talking about it online you know in tweets and things like that yeah. but it was very clear that this was going to be a hard sell oh yeah right from the start because most people are watching this on on their computer and they're not seeing it in 4k they're not seeing the hdr on their screen and they don't get what the big deal is right and if you can't see it it's it's like vr in a way you need to see it in person to understand it or you yeah i mean yeah you can't just watch it on your computer screen it's not going to be the same
0: well and the funny thing is like they put so they put the files out later that you could grab and everything and I was like, hey, my my Surface Pro 4 work will run 4K. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll run the 4K resolution. So I tried to watch the video today. And sure, the screen could do it. But my CPU and GPU couldn't handle it. <laughs> uh-huh. So my NVIDIA Shield TV does it. Okay. Um, so, and, and actually, it runs pretty well on my MacBook Pro, too. So I did watch a couple of the files today.
1: And see, that was the thing. Like... But As we were watching it, well, yeah. Well, but my
0: computer screen doesn't support HDR. You know the HDR yeah. technology, so that's the whole thing that we're going to, have to get into because we've had a lot of people tweeting like, "Oh, do you think it's worth it?" Et cetera, et cetera. But there's a lot of things you have to consider,
1: and so. and that's the biggest confusion. We were talking. I was talking to a couple of the PR people about this after the fact. I said messaging is the key, oh, yeah? and, and even with everything they did, they did a lot of really good things there. Yeah, but. There is still a ton of confusion. We even got a tweet <laughs> that said, okay, I'm going to buy Call of Duty, but then do I have to buy a second Call of Duty uh, disc to play on Pro?
0: Right, and the thing like, is, I watched the video again today of the presentation, mm-hmm. and they were, I thought they were very clear, but people were not obviously paying attention because yeah, people are, a lot of the questions that we got on Twitter and a lot of the questions that were asked that are on the, uh, the FAQ on uh, PlayStation.com they answered i thought yeah. pretty clearly even in that presentation but people just weren't listening
1: well and that's the thing it was a lot of technical stuff and it, it was is. a lot of it was a lot of stuff where people's minds could wander easily sure sure and especially if you're not seeing the results you're not seeing where where he says you know mark cerny is up there and he's like and our next, uh, next up is Watch Dogs 2, and I'll just let it speak for itself. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Yeah, if you're sitting there, it can speak for itself, and it looks fantabulous. Yeah. It, it looks unbelievable. I, watched, I went back and I watched the whole thing on my computer after the fact. Yeah. And I was like, wow, okay, yeah, you really, you cannot tell from watching it on this video. Yeah. You can't see what I saw.
0: But the problem is, um, a lot of people equate... 4k with 4k like my buddy travis bought a quote-unquote 4k tv last year and it was under a thousand dollars well he's not going to get the benefit of hdr from that set because it doesn't do it and Mm -hmm. that's that's the messaging that they're going to have a really hard time with and that's the messaging that everybody's been having a hard time with yeah xbox one s supports hdr for certain games same difference i was kind of looking around today to see how they were messaging it and they weren't like I couldn't find anything on Microsoft's site to even say what game supported it, which none do yet. Forza Horizon 3 is the first game that supports it. Mm-hmm. So this isn't just exclusively a Sony thing that they have to deal with. This is messaging as a whole with all the technology, and that's the thing. I've been doing a lot of reading the last few days, and because I, I kind of wanted to come armed for bear here a little bit when we talk about this tonight. And I might get a little bit too techie for people, but there is a lot to know, because... The, the cool thing is you don't need all this shit to get the benefits out of it if you want it. So that's, that's the one thing we
1: have to make sure people understand.
0: Yeah. But go through it. I, yeah, sorry. I keep interrupting
1: you. That's okay. Um, so, well, and uh, that was the big thing. Like uh, if you go back and you watch it again and you can keep focused, <laughs> you'll yeah. see like, even without seeing how it works, you can see just in the presentation, uh, when Mark Cerny is describing h d r. and what it can do and what the benefits of it are yeah you you can see on the screen where he shows the colored blocks, yeah. and then you see there's a lot more colored blocks and there 's a lot more subtle variation between all the different colors, and that really is what h d r is and and he explains it there, seeing it it 's dramatic. It's, yeah it's dramatically different, so after everything was done, they finish up their thing, and of course, directly behind that screen is where sort of the presentation area is um because the way that theater is set up, there's those seats there, and then there's a floor space, and then there's a stage up in the back, okay, so this was the seats right up to you know right up to basically just the end of the seats. And they set up a stage kind of splitting the space in half behind that, behind that stage was where all that, uh, you know, standing room only. And then the stage stage proper is up there where, uh, the VR stuff was, which was just, um, uh, what's the name of Farpoint Farpoint. Yeah. Uh, so Farpoint There was one on each side of the stage, and in the middle was uh, a bunch of monitors running Infamous. Okay. So, and then up on the two balconies on either side, which are small, thin balconies, one side had the Call of Duty developers. The other side was for press to go up to play multiplayer against each other. Okay. Um, And everything there was running on Pro. Everything. Everything. Well, yeah, I would expect that. So that was the whole point of it. So you go in there and, you know, some of the stuff is set up to play. Some of the stuff is set up with just a developer standing there showing you, you know, this is what it is. They all had a dev mode on it where I think they were hitting the touchpad. So they'll show you some of the game. They're like, okay, this is the game. This is as it is now. And let me let me show you, boom, and they just click a button and it switches to 4K. Right. Or it switches to HDR. I think you they were switching see. to
0: HDR on and off. Yeah. They weren't doing the, the resolution. Well, some were doing <gasps> oh, wait. 4K. Horizon probably was, yeah.
1: Yeah, some some were actually doing it. They were, it depended on the game. Right. And that's one of the big things here, and that's another thing that gets lost in the messaging. Because this stuff is available, they're not going to all take advantage of the same stuff. Right. Some which is
0: a good thing.
1: Yeah, there's a toolbox there and they can depending on their game and depending on what they want to get out of it, they can aim for the 4K resolution with maybe a rock solid frame rate right. or they can go with a lower resolution you know like 4K at 30 frames per second or they can go 1080p Sixty frames per second with all the HDR turned on,
0: and they can even have additional assets like they showed in Horizon, where there was yes. a lot more foliage and you know a lot more effects. And uh, I know that Tomb Raider they were actually showing with three different modes, and yeah. Just as you were describing it,
1: where and they're built into the menu, yeah, yeah. You can actually pick. I want to play in this mode. I want to play in this mode. So depending on what your what your TV setup is. That you're hooked up to. And and that was a big point they were also trying to make. Now, for everybody out there who might not have gotten this or who might be unaware of this, you don't have to have a 4K TV to take advantage of this stuff. You nope. don't have to have an HDR TV to take advantage of this stuff. Nope. You will still get advantages from games on the Pro with your current 1080p yeah. TV that does none of this.
0: And actually, because- the way a lot of it sounds is people are going to be... I think some of the stuff in 1080p is going to be the most impressive, honestly.
1: Yeah, well, that's that's the big thing. With 1080p, the, the benefits that you will see, again, depending on the game and depending on what the developer decides to do, you could see a much more stable frame rate, a higher frame rate. Yeah. You could see more, more stuff on screen, more foliage, more um, detail in the environment. Uh, just a lot more things going on that you couldn't see on the regular PlayStation 4 version of the game.
0: Right. Higher-res textures. yeah, uh, Better and, anti-aliasing like they were showing in uh, uh, the Ubisoft game.
1: And that was another thing that it came up in it, Mark Cerny, I'm pretty sure, was the one that said it, and several developers said it too. But I kept seeing all over the internet this past week, people missing out on the fact that the 4K stuff, it's already there on the discs. Right. Like the, the the developers develop to that 4K resolution and then downsample, basically. Right. And and kind of strip things out to push it to a 1080p TV. Right. So it, it's not like they have to build something new. it They already built their assets that way. Um, now,
0: but one, one thing you have to remember to bring up, though, is some of the stuff they showed, like Call of Duty... Uh, or existing stuff, that's where they're going to patch the support in. Yeah, That's different. And what you're going to see most likely is you're going to see all the additional textures and everything else in these games. They're going to have better anti-aliasing, but more than likely the 4K support is probably going to be with y- using the scaler. The stuff that's coming out now that's built for the Pro right away, that won't use the scaler as much. And we'll get into that obviously a little bit later too, but That's the big thing to remember because, you know, you see Microsoft throwing these ads up like, oh, look what we have with the Xbox One S. And, you know, they say, we have 4K, we have HDR. But the first thing is they have 4K simply through a scaler. Everything is running at 1080p on that Xbox One S, and they scale it completely with a a chip. Uh, And, yes, it has HDR, but, like I said, there's only four games that we know of right now they're going to support it. PlayStation 4 Pro... Elder Scrolls Online does run at full 4K. That's number one. I had to tweet that today because everybody's saying, oh, they don't use full 4K. It can, but it can't be a graphically intensive game because you're not going to get a lot of the, out of the graphics. So more than likely, what you're going to see, and we saw this uh, from, uh, um, uh, what is it? Eurogamer's uh, tech tech site, uh, Digital Foundry. Mark Cerny himself said, this is based off of ATI's new... Um, the 480 chipset, which is the Polaris chipset. When they were testing Polaris, they were even having having issues getting to full 4K and gaming on the Polaris on a big high-end PC. Yeah. But what they're doing is they're using this checkerboard scaler, which basically interpolates a 2x2 two two, uh, pixel block to 4x4. Four four. And the way that they're doing it, they're keeping a really sharp picture even though they're using a scaler, because they're starting at a higher resolution. So more than likely, they're going to start for those kind of games at a native resolution at around 1440p, roughly, depending on the game, too. And then they're going to scale it up to uh, full 4K, which is like 2160p, I think it is. I can't remember exactly. So, But the other thing is there's another mode in it that does kind of like what Killzone Shadowfall does online and Halo 5 does online, where it dynamically changes what's going on in the graphics resolution-wise so that it can hold a, 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 a stable frame rate. So built right into the hardware is that capability to, to scale the resolution. And the thing is, it's usually not even noticeable to the naked eye because it's happening so fast that you don't really see it. So there's a lot of tech going on here, and, and, but that's the crazy thing is that even Digital Foundry is, is raving about it. Because the image is staying so much sharper than they expected,
1: so yeah, it's it's very impressive to see. Now for Naughty Dog, yeah, um, they had three TVs set up. Uh, two were Uncharted Four, one was The Last of Us. right? Okay, so on screen, all you were seeing, nobody was touching the controllers or anything, but the games were live in the game. Uh, Nathan Drake was standing on a sandy beach with water all around him and everything. Right. Uh, the other one, he was underwater in one of the early levels. Um, just kind of floating around underwater. Uh, for the last of us, it was, uh, Salt Lake city standing uh, on a balcony, looking out at Salt Lake City and mm. the growth and everything else. Nice. Now, what you were seeing was a constant sweeping back and forth, very slow sweeping back and forth from the the standard 1080p, the current game that you will see at home, yeah. to the HDR slash 4K, whatever they've done with it. Yeah. And it was just swiping back and forth slowly, back and forth, back and forth. So you could get an idea of the differences and how it looked. I took a quick video of it on the Last of Us, <laughs> and I was like, "This is not going to work." And no, I just that's I why stopped this is so the video, tough. and I was like, "Okay, so." But then I just stood there for a while and I watched it, and I was looking at all the little details in it and all the changes. And I tweeted at one point. I said, "It's like you're looking at." Like when you're when you're playing it in ten eighty, you know, when you're playing Last of Us on PS4 right now, oh my god, it's the most beautiful game I've ever seen. It's gorgeous, it's, yeah. it's spectacular, it's amazing. When you see it swipe back and forth between the two, it's so much more vibrant, it's so much more detailed. Yeah. It literally looks like, and this is what I tweeted, it literally looks like you're going from a dirty sort of faded screen right? and then somebody is swiping it clean and boom, all the color pops out and it's clear. It's crystal clear all of a sudden. Yeah. There's buildings in the background there and you look at the buildings and one of them, you know, you can see the individual windows and everything, but they all look very similar. They all look basically the same. The moment it swipes past, and you're seeing it with the H- full HDR and everything else that's going on there, every single individual window pops and yeah. it has a slightly different thing going on with it with the lighting, and it you can see the difference, and it looks more realistic to your eyes. It looks more natural to your eyes. And yeah, everything just pops. The color, the the detail. It's it's spectacular. It's It's when you see it and when you see it happen, it's just, (laughs) ah, this is, this is one of those things that's so frustrating to try to, to get across because you literally have to be there to see it.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I'm not sure how they're going to sell this and how they're going to push this and explain it. They're going to have to do what they did with (laughs) PlayStation VR and just set it up in a Best Buy for a couple of months and say, look, this is it. And show you back and forth with a flick of a button. Um it's it's remarkable. It really is. And even in something like uh like Horizon Zero Dawn. Horizon Zero Dawn already looks amazing. Yeah, like, and that demo you know. they
0: showed with all because they showed that I think in 1080p. Uh because they had all the additional assets in it. I don't know well, for sure, but it looked no. like there was more foliage and everything.
1: Yeah, but that one he turned on like the HDR stuff, I, I stood there with the developer, oh, okay. and it was funny because he showed me some other stuff that they didn't show in that video. Um, <laughs> you start off, and it, and I I come over and I sit down on the couch next to him. There's like a couch in front of these giant sixty inch Sony <laughs> TVs, um, and. We're talking for a minute and he's like, come here, come here, come here. And he stands up and he walks over to the screen and I'm like, what? And I walk over to the screen and he's like, here, look, look here. Look at these trees up here. Yeah, You see all these leaves? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, it looks pretty sweet. And he hits the button and boom, <sighs> it's suddenly like every single one of them is, is there. And there's like a lot more of them and they're all individual leaves and they're all very clearly individual leaves with all kinds of detail on them. And I just went,
3: whoa. Yeah!
1: Wow! <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, yeah." Now look, look at the grass. Uh, look down here at the dirt and the and the rocks and everything. And he does it again. And I'm like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> he's like, "Yeah." <laughs> so it, the the level of detail just jumps. So yeah, he he runs me through that thing that we saw where she climbs up the giraffe looking thing, and he gets up to the top. And when she, you know, reaches in to hack it, and you see that hologram, that color light. Blob pop up that looks like a a ZPM from uh, like a light version of a ZPM from Stargate. All you Stargate nerds would understand <laughs> that. Um, he switched back and forth on that, and it looks great in 1080p. But yeah. holy shit, the the clarity and the brightness of it just—it's so much more brighter that you almost can't look at it mm. with HDR. Right. It's, it's almost like looking into the sun. You're like, holy crap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But it still retains so much detail to it. Even with the brightness, your eyes just... It's what your eyes were meant to see. It's what your eyes see in real life every day, you know? Yeah. Closer to... Well, and, that, and
0: not, that's the whole thing. That's why you would see stuff about HDR lighting in games to begin with. But it was a lighting engine. Um, because it takes into effect like even how the light is bouncing off of an object. Yeah. Uh, so, like in MLB 16, the show, uh, it takes everything into effect. So, like the sun, uh, the sunlight bouncing off the sand or, you know, the infield and into the player, that would all come into effect. Uh, if you're a f- photography nerd, that HDR that they talk about in photography is actually different than what we're talking about here. It's kind of the reverse of that. Um, so, that's one big thing. Understanding HDR is actually probably. The most important thing about all of this new talk from Sony and Microsoft, honestly, Uh, 4K is 4K. It's a resolution. Uh, 1080p is a resolution. But HDR is this newer technology that not a lot of sets even take advantage of right now, or they do in limited capacity. And that's where you have to be really careful.
1: And there's competing standards.
0: Well, there are, but the thing is, uh, so there's two standards. There's one called HDR10, which is more of an open standard standard. It's way more widely used. The other one is Dolby's HDR. They bought a company back in 2008, I think it is, that was doing it. Dolby's is technically better, but barely anybody supports it. Uh, Really, you can only get content from uh, Vudu, uh, Vudu, Netflix, and Amazon Video are the only ones you can stream off of right now for Dolby. Uh so don't even worry about the Dolby stuff. Don't even it, it's a cool standard but not a lot of people support it. None of the the 4K Blu-rays support it anything. So just think about HDR10. HDR10 is what the Xbox One S supports. HDR10 is what the PlayStation uh 4 all the PlayStation 4s are going to support uh for HDR because that was one of the biggest announcements ever. But yeah. Oh uh, <laughs> fuck. So wow. Um so the thing about HDR is uh it, 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 the screen itself uses a much wider color gamut than a normal 1080p screen so the colors from white to black basically on that whole scale the scale is much bigger so there's a lot more colors to choose from besides yeah, so
1: that well oh, mark cerny was saying to as an example like from from black to white the shades of gray, you might have 10 shades of gray in between on 1080p. Right. And with the HDR turned on, you could have a thousand shades of right.
2: gray.
0: And I know that sounds ridiculous, but it's not, because what they're going for is a much more accurate representation of the true color that's being represented on the display. But the bigger part of this is how they handle brightness. So brightness is actually handled in fields behind the screen. So... The better screens that, that do HDR usually have about 126 zones. And what can happen is uh, it changes the amount of light in, in specific pixels. So like when Josh was talking about how you see the sun on the screen and it's almost too bright and you almost have to squint your eyes. That's because the sun on the screen is actually literally, those pixels are brighter. The, 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 the lights that are, that are showing those are brighter than the rest of the pixels. So if you've ever taken a picture where the sun is behind you, you'll notice that a lot of things you're taking the picture of look really good. But if the sun is way off in your distance in front of you, a lot of things in that picture will have shadows and will be very dark. So what HDR technology does is makes any of that dark stuff, you actually see what it looks like. It's almost like everything is lit perfectly every time. Uh, you know, but you still get more realistic shadows and that sort of thing, and you actually get you get brighter brights and darker darks if you have a screen that does really good blacks. But um, that's the whole thing about it, and and it's really tough to represent that on like a web video or whatever. And that's why you even want to maybe go to like a Best Buy or whatever electronic shop you have around you because they usually have demo discs running on a lot of these screens. Now the the scary thing is a lot of the, the screens that are out there that support HDR are expensive as shit. Uh, full HDR. So there are some cheaper ones out there that say they have HDR support. But what you have to look for is if they have an expanded color palette or not, or exp- expanded color gamut, they call it. Uh, so do your research if you're going to do any of this stuff. Because you could be fooled into getting something that you think has HDR support, but it's very limited and you're not going to get much out of it. Uh, furthermore... As we hinted at, they announced that all PS4s are going to support HDR starting the day this podcast is out. The patch comes out tomorrow morning uh, for more 4.0. There are no 1080p screens on the market today that support HDR. Which is fine because I bought a 4K TV that's coming Thursday. And quite frankly, seeing what they're going to be able to do in, in 1080p, I think that's going to be the best of both worlds, honestly. I, th- I think the resolution is going to be cool in some of the games, but if they can add more assets and add more foliage and add more effects and and have a better frame rate at 1080p uh, with full HDR support, dude, that's going to be the sweet spot for a long time. Uh, but the, the, So if people were asking, like, Whoa, what set should I get? The one I got, there, there's a very similar Samsung screen to mine, but I got a, a ViewSonic P series, or no, I'm sorry, not a ViewSonic, a Vizio P series. Uh, I got the P55, uh, which you can't even get at Amazon. I had to get it from Best Buy, so which is cool because they're delivering it. But it's around 1,200 bucks. There's a Samsung that's very close to it that's 1,200 bucks as well. Uh, the reason I got the Vizio, and this is a personal reason, so I can do some comparison contrast stuff, is that the Vizio P series and there's one other series they have got a firmware update. So they actually support the Dolby and HDR 10. So I can see the differences. Uh, not every screen can be upgraded though, because to support Dolby's HDR, you actually have to have hardware in your display to support it at some point. So even if it doesn't have it today, if it has the hardware, they can firmware update it, et cetera, et cetera. It's the only reason I got this one over the Samsung. The Samsung was very good. I just wanted not have the, the part in front of me. Um, but you can get a good set for 1200 bucks. I saw somebody tweeting the other day like, oh, what can I get for 300 Nothing. You can get the Vizio I have on my, on my desk today. And this Vizio is awesome. For a 1080p screen, it's awesome. So that's and, – and we'll get into this stuff a little bit more later because that's the thing that scares me the most about a lot of this is that you really have to be an early adopter to go nuts with this because it's a very high, entry of co- a, a, a very high cost of entry if you want to get into this like crazy good. But that's the cool thing is that to get a lot of benefit out of the pro, you don't need to get a new screen.
1: Yeah. That's a big thing. And Sony really needs to hammer that home. Yeah. Uh, because for those people who are on the fence, for those people who are saying, which one should I get? What do I do? If you don't have a PS4, and you can afford it? Just get the pro.
0: Get the pro right away now because have the best eventually,
1: yeah, eventually you will probably upgrade your TV. And even if you don't, you're getting the best PlayStation 4 available. Yeah, with you three get,
0: USB ports, by the way. Yeah, you get your magical USB port in the back now.
1: I found that. <laughs> I think I'm the first one that found that and, and tweeted that out. Nice. Um, I I was I. Somebody was asking me something, and I went to look at the back of it, and I couldn't... Somebody probably
0: asked if there was a camera port or if there was an optical port, you know, being an asshole. Oh,
1: optical port. Yeah. No, somebody was asking about the optical port. So all the pros were, were there on the floor, but they were all plugged into the TVs, and they were all pretty much half under the TVs, so you couldn't see the back, and I wasn't going to pull the damn thing out <laughs> and get jumped on. Why not? Um,
0: totally worth it, bro.
1: Yeah. So... I I tried to get over by the stage where it was set up, but they were filming stuff out there and I didn't realize they were doing that afterwards. I still have to watch all that, all the interviews. Uh, So outside by the bar area, they had the big glass case with, you know, that's where I saw the new camera. And I was like, holy shit, there's a new camera. And I ran back to PR. I'm like, what's with the camera? And they're like, it's the same camera. I was like, okay, was like, okay just want to make sure.
0: They didn't even then- email us about the new camera until about probably an hour after that meeting ended. And we're like, hey, wait, there's a new camera?
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, but I was able to get off to the side of that case and, and get a look at and kind of hold my phone up, zoom it in, and see the back of sure. the the Pro and the back of the the Slim, the new Slim one. Uh the Pro it which, uses which we haven't
0: talked about the Slim yet.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um the Pro uses the the fat cable to go in, the fat power cable like yeah, the old, like the old PS3, PS3 one. But even different, it's not the three prong, it's a two-prong one. Is it? So it's a yeah. It's a different two-prong one. Wow. So it's not you can't even use your old PS3 power cable.
0: Well no, you can. You just don't have the ground.
1: Yeah. I, I it looked like it was a slightly different size. It didn't oh, okay. look like that same size. Um but I'm looking at it in a case, so I'm not 100% sure. Sure. Uh it just looked odd. Uh, then there was uh I should look at the picture actually. I'm sitting here trying to do this from memory. Um looks, there is
0: It's got everything.
1: Yeah, it's 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 got everything the old PS3 has. It has the dedicated camera Four. port uh it has the uh wait here it is there it is There's the picture okay so it has the plug no oh, no maybe the plug is about the same i thought i thought um, it was a
0: three prong huh. no it's two okay
1: um there is you know the hdmi the camera port the uh the whatever that is the audio <sighs> optical. Well,
0: there's optical, there's HDMI, there's uh and then the third the USB network cable,
1: network. and then the third yeah, the third USB and the network cable. The third USB was the big surprise.
0: Well, and <laughs> the funny thing is like some people were saying the new camera, they were speculating, oh, a new camera it's probably USB and they get rid of the camera port like connect. Like no, the camera, port's, camera there. ports there. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yep.
0: Um and then the other thing is and the one thing I haven't been able to confirm yet is if this is true for the Slim as well, but I think it is, but uh, we know for a fact the Pro supports five gigahertz
1: wireless. Finally, it does. Yes, and the Slim does too. Slim does too. Okay, I, I, does. so I
0: thought, yes. but I haven't been able to find that in print yet. So yeah, it which does. is huge. Yeah, that is the biggest omission from the PS Four that always bothered me was that it only supported two point four gigahertz. So yeah. uh, the other thing, before I forget it, is the new new DualShock Four. Now you know it's got the yes. light bar on, which I think is brilliant. But one thing that I don't think they made very clear, and I saw it today, it now supports plugging the DualShock 4NV USB, and you can actually control everything over the USB. So fighting games yeah. fans that want to use a pad will now get a lot less latency on their controller.
1: Yeah. Mark Cerny brought that up at Did some he? point. Okay. Yeah. I,
0: I watched the video today, and I didn't hear him say anything about that.
1: Yeah. I believe it was Yeah, it was him. It was definitely him. Okay. He, he didn't. He brought it up somewhere. He, but he did speak to that that day. Yeah. He, he mentioned it. Um, but that,
0: that's something that they've sorely needed. It's you know because we've even had instances where uh, at E3 where there were so many PS4s around that there was interference with uh, like yeah. headphones and everything. And now if they're able to actually plug these things in, that shouldn't be a problem anymore. Yeah, yeah, that's really big.
1: So the the, the new Dual Shock. I had my hands on it. It's the same Dual Shock basically. Yeah. Um like minor minor tweaks on the on the thumbsticks and on the D pad and everything, but just for the feel of them. Um the the light bar, it's not actually another light up there. It's just slightly translucent. Right. Up at that top edge. So the light bar that's the light that's on the front of your controller that's underneath that touchpad is bleeding up through that edge, basically. But that's still great because how many it's times It's clever. Yeah. yeah.
0: How many times have you and I sat in a demo and they're like, oh, did you see what the light bar is doing? Well, no, because it's pointing away from me.
1: Yeah. And they yeah. did
0: such cool stuff with that light bar. So now finally we're going to get some benefit out of that.
1: You're really going to be able to see it right there on, yeah. the, on the edge of the, yeah, I like that a lot. And I'm like, fuck, now I need all new controllers. <laughs> well, and
0: did you see GameStop's going to have a gold one? It's only GameStop. Yeah. Fuck. Like they did with the PS3. Yeah. So when I'm out there for extra life, I think
1: we're going to have to take a drive. Yeah. <laughs> the gold game controllers again yeah
0: and i'll make sure to get the real one instead of that crappy one that like (laughs) cheese from amazon the The cheddar controller that didn't even work yeah Um, (laughs) i still have that by the way i I kept it as a badge of honor
1: (laughs) so yeah the new controller i mean it's it's the same controller basically just minor 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 tweaks um beyond plugging it in which is huge for Fighting game people and anybody else who needs something with low latency like that. Right. Uh, I want them just because of the light bar thing. I think it's awesome. It's brilliant. I, I love that. Because I know like on uh Grand Theft Auto, yep. you know, when the cops are coming after you and it's flashing blue and red, blue and red, blue and red, you can see it right there easily. Yeah. Yep. Like I I would usually play that upstairs in bed in the dark and my whole room is lighting up blue and red. <laughs> so I knew what was going on. But <laughs> Um, but just having it there is really cool. Yeah. Um. So, uh, okay. So, what else did I see there? The, the the Farpoint. Farpoint. Yes. So that was the first thing. I ran over. I was like, "Oh shit, they got VR," and I was like, "Farpoint." And I ran over, and there was already somebody doing it, and then I was next in line, and I I grabbed the guy. I was like, "Is this?" The same is that running on a pro. He's like, yes, yes, it's all on a pro. And we did all, we updated all this stuff. I was like, really? Ooh. He's like, have you played it? I said, I just played it at E three. He's like, oh, okay. Then you'll see the difference. I was like, okay, nice. And it's funny. Like he goes over. He's like, okay, uh, I need you. To, I'm like, yeah, stand right here. And he's like, okay, yeah, I got it, I got it. He's like, so you don't? No, nah, I got it. And I put the whole thing on. And, He's like, so you're, you're fine. I was like, yeah. He's like, okay, I can walk away and do this interview. I was like, yep, go ahead. Nice. <laughs> Just, and the funny thing is, when it started, I You spent, got lost, in you? <laughs> you no, know, I, I tried not to... I tried to rush through it as quick as I could because I knew people were waiting and they'd never played it. You sure. Know? So I was trying not to be a dick. But the moment I got in there and I started looking around, I'm like, holy crap. Like, yeah. there's a huge jump. I mean, you'd expect to jump just in terms of we've been developing it for a couple extra months, and here it looks better. The detail now in the landscape and everything else. And then I looked down, and I saw my hands on the gun. Yeah. And I was like, (gasps) and, you know, I have the headset on, but the guy was still near me, and he heard me (laughs) gasp. And he saw on the screen, he's like, yeah, you see what's going on with that gun? I was like, look at the gun. I was like, look at my hands. Well, (laughs) Mark
0: Cerny said it it has like double the amount of uh, uh, like stuff going on. Yeah. So it's,
1: it's amazing. The, just the look of the gun, the, the level of detail and the, just the realism in the gun and your arms and legs and your body there and the shininess of, of like the, the little connector on your suit right down where your wrist is. Yeah.
2: It
1: it looked amazing. I was so wrapped up in that and I'm walking forward as I'm looking at all this and I'm like, that's when I realized you can't do that. (laughs) That's what makes you nauseous. That's what makes you lose your balance. If you're looking down at your hands and, and doing all this while you're moving. Yep around like left and right and forward that can throw yeah, your balance awesome. off like crazy. So, so I was like aha.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so let, let's 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 make sure that we talk a little bit about VR because even some people are asking about this. Yeah. The VR headset essentially runs at 1080p. Yes. Okay. No so, matter what. <laughs> no matter what, that screen is fixed 1080p. From what I understand, it does not support HDR. So uh, because it's liquid yeah, crystal and an, yeah, yeah. So or it's OLED, which actually OLED, some sets can do it. But from what I've heard, the VR headset does not do HDR. So this is a great representation of what, if you don't get a new TV, what you can actually get out of PlayStation Pro. Because yeah. the the Pro itself has roughly 40% more power than the PS4 does today. And that's something to to remember. Don't even worry about the extra resolution. Don't worry about the HDR thing. Because they can put more on-screen at a better frame rate. And that's what they talked about with VR. They want to get a better frame rate out of the games, a more consistent frame rate, even though the target was already 90 frames per second anyway, because uh, they're splitting in two. Um, but they want to get more consistent frame rate. But like he's seeing in Farpoint, far sharper textures, way more in terms of anti-aliasing, way better color, you know, a lot more gradients, that sort of thing. And that's something that you can get out of this thing even if you're playing on your oh your old crusty 1080p TV, uh, there's a it's just like a, a PC. If you had a PC but you had an older monitor, you could get a lot more out of it. You could get like 140 frames per second in, in Quake Three, and you could run your textures way up to these really high res, insane textures. Yeah. Uh, so that's something to remember with VR, especially is it's it can make that experience a lot richer. Because they can't increase the resolution because you're, you're limited by what that screen can, can offer in terms of resolution.
1: Yeah. It's, it's beautiful. So really impressed with what they were able to do just in VR alone. Yeah. You're not, you know, you can use VR with your old PlayStation four. It's still going to work. It's still going to look fantastic. It's still going to, you know, run just as well. Uh, It's just the Pro will make it look a little better. That's all. Right. So um, that's the big thing about this. You know, the Pro and and the old one, they'll run all the same games. They'll, you know, you don't need to buy the game twice. You don't need to do anything different. Uh, If you have the game now and a year from now, you get the Pro. You'll just get the patch, the content update whatever or it'll be on the disc at that point yeah. and it'll just go if it'll that game supports say, oh, it yeah if that game supports it it'll say oh I'm in a pro now now here boom yeah. and it'll look much much better
2: yeah
1: uh so then I took a look at infamous okay and the cool thing is you know they kept showing first light and they kept talking about first light and of course that's because of the neon yeah with fetch and everything and I never played first light what <laughs> I have it. That's yeah. right, I
0: reviewed it, didn't I?
1: I I think know. I did. Did anybody review it?
0: I think I did because they sent it to us early.
1: Oh, maybe that's why, yeah. Yeah. Um but I never you know, I never got to play it and I I an infamous whore.
2: Yeah, I was always surprised <laughs> by that a little bit.
1: So you know, I, I reviewed the original game. Uh and there
0: it is. Review infamous first light. Yeah. Just wait here. By Glenn. By Glenn. Yep, so I gave it a up.
1: 9.0. Um, hmm, what did I give the, the main game? Oh, did I connect those two reviews? Damn. I mm, wasn't doing not. that back then. You suck. I do that now. All right. I'll go back and fix that. Uh, but I confirmed. I, I said, so is this just First Light? He's like, no, we've, we're we patching in 9.0. Wow. Yeah, he said, so they're patching in the original Infamous for the whole game and First Light. Yeah. So all of it will have uh, new HDR lighting and everything else and better frame rate and everything else that they're doing with the Pro. And wow. Wow. I mean, that's one especially because of the 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 neon neon and the brightness of that, that you can really bring that up and make it so much brighter and make it pop and make it just jump out. Uh, The rainy scenes and the reflections in the puddles and the reflection off the car and the lighting and the way the light bounces, you know, with the wet cement and the and the cars and the raindrops and the the street lights and everything else that goes on there that's a showcase i mean that that game right there is is the perfect showcase for for hdr and and you know everything that they're trying to get across here so that one's going to be really exciting especially you know if you already have the game it'll just happen. <laughs> There'll awesome. just be a free patch that just comes to the game and it's there, you know? So, uh, days gone. Yeah. Days gone was another one where they just bumped up the resolution so much and bumped up the texture so much that you can see just in the character model alone it's every last little detail on his um on his vest and his tattoo on his chest and everything and every last little thing in there cuz it kept popping back and forth between those so we could look at that and talk <laughs> <laughs> it looks so good the the difference is that's not to say the original game doesn't look good. the original game looks spectacular yeah the new game looks the new, you know, the new resolution and lighting and everything looks spectacular.
2: That's
1: <laughs> all I can. That's the only way I can describe it. It just there's so much more detail and so much more little detail. It's all those little tiny things.
0: Well, especially when he threw the molotov into the middle of all the 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 non zombies. Yeah. Uh, just how the light played off of all the surfaces.
1: Yeah. And you can really see it in the shadows, and 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 going from a, a, you know, outside bright sunlight to darker, you know, inside a barn and things like that. It's it's remarkable. Yeah. And and how much better it looks, and how much more detail you can get out of all the little tiny things, and and like I said with NHL and Madden, it's the little things that make the difference. Yeah. And this is a lot of little things. And when it happens, it just comes to life. It feels so much more natural, so much more real. It's man. It's good. Um, I took a look at mass effect. I don't know that mass effect was the best thing to show this off.
0: Yeah. I heard that there was a lot of aliasing in it. And I mean, it's
1: it's alpha. Yeah. Which, but at the same time, like where they were, it was very monochromatic. There wasn't a whole right. lot of color or brightness or anything going on. I mean, it was, you know, it was what it was. It was neat sure, to see. Okay, sure. It's Mass Effect, yay. Yeah, but but it's very early on. Hey, and
0: it could have been that Battlefield 1 trailer that we saw eight times at E3 in one day. Eight? <laughs> at least kidding? eight. <laughs> yeah. Oh,
1: gosh. I saw that like 23 times. He said at Battlefield least. 1. I'm like, oh, please, no.
0: <laughs> Not again.
1: Um yeah, Mass Effect, it, you know, it's early. So I, I don't feel that that was really the best thing to show off there.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh, I took a look at Killing Floor. I didn't really play it or anything. Uh, I don't know if it was playable, but they had it there. Um, I just took a look at what was going on on the screen. Uh, For Honor, I watched a couple people messing around with that. That looks pretty spectacular. In terms yeah,
0: of- I mean, it already looked good on PS4. I mean, the the video that the guys brought back that I keep forgetting to put up, uh, it looks fantastic. So I, I can't imagine, uh, what the pro version looks like.
1: Yeah. And tomb Raider, I actually played, um, a nice little chunk of it and it was near the end of the day and I was able to just kind of take my time with it. And the person who the PR person or whoever the person running the, the demo that was there with me, she was, <laughs> I, I, I I start off and I step into this area and I'm like, oh my gosh! She's like, yeah, I know, right? And I'm like, look at this! And I'm just standing there, like <laughs> panning the camera around, looking. She's like, come over here, look, look, look off into the. Di-. I'm like, oh my gosh, look at this! <laughs> you know, we're going up on a cliff and we go down into a cave and she she gets a little uh a little glow stick. Okay. Yeah. A little blue glow stick. And, you know, there's water coming down around in the cave and everything. And I just stop and I pan around her. Yeah. To see, because she's wet. So her skin is wet. And the reflection with the blue glow stick and the water and the light and the, and the, just the textures in the shirt she's wearing and everything. It was, man, and the cuts on her face. Yeah. Holy shit.
0: Yeah, I've it, heard uh, that the Tomb Raider. Demo was one of the best ones they had there.
1: It was. It really was. Plus, I mean, you could play it, and you could play a nice little chunk of it. You know, I got to play a good 15 minutes of it. Which right. was really cool. Uh, and it, sh- it really showcased a lot of that, where, you know, you're in this cave, and it's dark, and you've got the lighting coming on, and then you break out through, and you're up on this huge cliff, and way off in the distance, there's uh, there's explosions going off in this... City on a hill, off in the distance, the detail in the city you can see every individual little building, and you can see the explosions happening uh the bird there 's this large bird that 's sitting there on the cliff, and you can see all the detail in its feathers and yeah. it jumps up and flies away and oh my gosh it's it 's remarkable yeah it 's so cool, and I just yeah, I want a 4K TV, and yeah, I want one with HDR and that can that can show all this. And I'm not going to get one anytime soon, but I know it's out there, and I know what it looks like. Yeah, I know it's going to be worth it. Um, but again, you know, we keep harping on it, but it's important to know if you only have your 1080p TV and you get the Pro, you will still see a lot of benefits. Yeah, in terms of frame rate and stuff on the screen and and things like that. They were also talking about uh was it Horizon? It was probably Horizon that you know they everything all their assets are 4K already. Right. If it detects that you're on like the older system or a 1080p TV, the pro system with a 1080p TV, right. it will downsample that 4K. It will it will because of the power of the pro System. They will sample each pixel hundreds of times Jeez. to basically get it down to the best possible looking version of that screen that you can see on a 1080p screen. Wow. And and those are the trade offs they pick. You know, they they decide. Do you want to downsample this with you know hundreds of samples on each pixel, or do you want to go for you know, this rock solid frame rate, or do you want to go for this much more detail on the screen, or do you want to do a mix of them, and how much do you want to mix them, and where are your trade offs? And yeah. that's where all the games are going to be slightly different, and that's where the visuals are going to come in, especially for the 1080p people. Um, not so much for the uh, pro 4K HDR people. Uh, And you'll still get that, you know, there still will be those trade-offs. Are you going to go more with the resolution and focus on that? Are you going to focus on the frame rate? Are you going to focus on really all the HDR stuff? Because there are trade-offs there with the power of the system and what you can actually do on screen at once, depending on how what your game looks like and what you're trying to do. Right. Uh, So each game is going to be slightly different in in the way they show up you know one will have an amazing rock solid 60 frames per second the other one might be a rock solid 30 but it's going to have a lot more going on right
0: on a lot more screen space and yeah,
1: yeah. so you're going to that's what you're really going to run into and that's really the big thing with the pro and that's the hard thing sony has getting across and and making people understand you know why do I even need this? What's what's the big deal with it? Well, and what's, that's the
0: thing. A lot of people don't need battery. it.
1: Yeah, you don't really. I mean, it, it depends on what you're looking for. Yeah. If you if you don't have a PS4, yeah, this is the, this is the way to go. If because it's future proofed essentially. Um, well, for at least another three years. At least another year or two until the the PlayStation Pro Plus comes. Yeah. Uh. <laughs>
0: And then, I mean that's always been my, my complaint be, is that I don't like the fact that it's been four, three and a half years and you know. or three years and now it's being replaced and yeah. Or it's upgraded and uh I don't you know, I'm I'm very used to the five year console cycle and we're halfway through essentially and now they're doing this, which is a incremental upgrade, you know, and uh I don't know. I mean it, it's it's a different game now because now but- Scorpio is going to hit next year and then PS5 will hit like a year, year and a half after that. And it's going to be all staggered and fucked up. And, and the NX is going to come out do, we're all going to laugh at it.
1: If they do a pro, uh, PS5, um, uh, maybe they just keep doing this and they do PS4 or whatever. Nah,
0: I think I think at a certain point you have to Eventually re-architecture. They and, yeah. I mean, they, they, but, they basically overclock the CPU and the memory and the bus and this thing and then put a new GPU in uh that's completely compatible with the PS4s uh you you know the next step is going to have to be you have to put a new G, uh, cpu and new ram and a new bus and a new gpu again because uh incremental upgrades on gpus is just stupid so
1: well,
0: it but it is from an architectural standpoint it smart.
1: is huh nobody ever accused anybody of being smart
2: well,
0: i don't know but Yeah, like not putting an optical port on (laughs) the slim. I am gonna bitch about that till the end of time. Um, yeah, it's still my complaint about it. I mean, obviously, yes, I'll get a pro because I need to be able to report on it here, et cetera, et cetera. And I just spent a buttload of money that I shouldn't have spent and bought a uh, 4K display. And I even got an Xbox One S because I want to be able to compare and contrast uh, to see what the Xbox One S does. Uh, I've got my Nvidia Shield TV here, which has 4K support as well, uh, and that's one thing with the PS4 Pro is that uh, Netflix and YouTube at least will be able to stream 4K content to the Pro, uh, which I can do on the Shield right now, and apparently you can do it on the Xbox One S finally, because I guess it wasn't there day one from what I've heard. Uh, so I'll be able to check those and and you know compare them. And the Forza Horizon 3 demo came out today, so I'll be able to check that on an HDR and, and see how it runs. Uh, what we don't know is once this patch comes out, by the time you've heard this podcast, uh, is anything on PS PS4 going to have HDR support day one? Um, and and that's a that's a huge deal. You you don't you don't know how big of a deal it is that Sony came out and basically said, hey, HDR is going to be available on every single PS4. Uh, now, like I said, there are no 1080P sets out there today that that support HDR, but uh, the fact that if you have you know a 4K display that has full HDR support, you're going to get that that sweet spot of 1080p with HDR support. And I, I'm telling you, I think developers are going to they're going to target that for a while because there aren't a lot of, of 4K displays out there right now. You know, they said that about a third of the displays that were sold in 2016 were were 4K. That ain't a lot of sets, folks, because a lot of people have 1080p sets. So it. it it's it's funny because hd so to have hdr support you have to have uh what's called hdmi 2.0 which everybody thought ps4 didn't have it's got HD, mm-hmm. hd hdmi 1.4 but somebody that was digging into the system said you know it looks like this hdmi port can actually handle more than it's spec'd for and that's essentially what they're doing with this firmware update is they're upgrading their hdmi spec to 2.0 uh which is insane like
1: it that was the stealth thing they put oh in oh my there.
0: god that's crazy uh and that's why if you want HDR support on an Xbox you have to buy an Xbox One S because the original Xbox One does not have that support it's hard coded and there's nothing you can do about it uh, I, I want to address that that image that that, that they're putting out and that you're seeing on Twitter where you know they, they did this big comparison that the Xbox One S has this um so the one thing they show is 4K gaming. Okay, sure. You do it through a scaler. It's every single game that supports 4K gaming on the Xbox One S is running at 1080p native. They have a scaler chip inside that's scaling it up to 4K. I've heard it does a really good job, but there is some blurring. They're they're especially having problems with motion blur, that sort of thing, because uh, some of that's coming out now with um, that Forza Horizon 3 demo today. Um. But every game made for that system will always be at the top resolution of 1080p native. Anything that goes above 1080p, the scaler is handling. Second, streaming 4K, yes, it does it just the way the Pro does. You can't do 4K on the original PS4. That's the biggest difference. But they're comparing themselves to the PS4 Pro for some reason, instead of comparing themselves to the regular PS4. The one bullet point that they have that PS4 Pro doesn't, Ultra HD Blu-ray for some that's, stupid fucking reason.
1: Yeah. That's a big one. And that's a funny thing because while I was looking at uh days gone that came up and two of us like at the same time, we're like, wait, does this have an ultra HD uh, Blu-ray drive? And the developer was like, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, And one of the guys was like, I've been trying to find out that question. Nobody can tell me. I was like, you know what? Hang on. And I walked away. I found one of the PR people. Yeah. And I said, I I said, I need to know this. Is there an ultra HD Blu-ray drive? And he went, no. Oh my God. And I was like, what? And he's like, I know, but well,
0: so my, my thought on this is there's, there's only two possibilities that make, any lick of sense in this decision. Number one is they have all of these uh, numbers and all of these stats and everything else and adoption for Ultra HD Blu-ray is next to nothing and they said they don't want to worry about it. Which I think is stupid because they've always been on the forefront. They were the ones that, that shoved DVD down a lot of people's throats. They were the ones that shoved Blu-ray down a lot of people's throats. My second theory is based on what Andrew House said when they originally finally acknowledged that this new system was coming. He said that we are not going to build this new system at a loss. And somehow, some way, putting an Ultra HD Blu-ray drive in that thing would have made him lose money.
1: All right, so... Even if it's a dollar. Well, and that's the thing. My understanding is, from everything I've read, uh, the addition of an Ultra HD Blu-ray drive would add an extra maybe 25 bucks.
0: That was speculation on NeoGAF. Nobody knows for now, sure.
1: This is, I didn't read that on NeoGAF. Okay.
0: Well, I saw that on NeoGAF.
1: I, I read that somewhere else. They they probably got it from... Maybe, yeah. Um, but I read that somewhere else. Now, the more important part to that is that Sony is part of the Blu-ray consortium, and... You know, any licensing Sony takes a share in, the Ultra HD spec is not part of Sony. That's somebody else. So they'd be paying a licensing fee to somebody else for every single one of those sold.
0: Exactly.
1: It's it's entirely possible that it's a combination of that and... Ultra HD is not, the adoption rate is not there right now because the TVs are not out there. People are not buying into it the way they did because they right. people don't see the benefit. They, they go, well, I just got this Blu-ray, which was supposed yeah. to be better. I can barely see the differences it is. Why am I going to buy a bluer Ray? That's stupid. I don't get it. You well,
0: know? there's another factor, too. Sony, for about a year and a half now, Sony Home Entertainment has its own Ultra HD streaming service. Yeah. And you know that that's going to be on the Pro at some point.
1: Well, and that's the other big thing is that, and we were speculating about this, like media people were talking about this, um, that, and I brought that up. I said, look, the only reason I see for this happening is that they're focusing on the streaming side of things because you can do 4K streaming with
0: You can, but I still so- contend that you're going to get a lot of artifacting. I don't care you know if their quality is this good or whatever else. Streaming, you're always going to get artifacting. I mean, that's why when I watch HD content over the air, over my antenna, it looks way better than it looks on cable. And I mean, it's even compressed on a Blu-ray and I get it, but uh you're still getting a lot more data on that quad core or that quad layer Blu-ray and and I it yeah, it I'm, it bothers me it doesn't bother me enough to bag on the whole system because it's one thing it's my one complaint about the architecture of that system right now as far as well, I know
1: about it and and that's the thing that's what bugs me the most like I don't I I love everything that they've done with the system I hate that
0: I yeah, hate I do that too.
1: so much I'm very I'm really upset about it because what it means is my uh, Deadpool Ultra HD Blu-ray that's sitting up there is useless to me until I buy either an Xbox One S, a Scorpio, or a dedicated Blu-ray player, which is stupid to have sitting. Yeah, or in my con- in your my digital system.
0: copy turns into an Ultra HD v- digital copy on Vudu. Yeah, which but it'll never
1: happen. I I just I don't I want to, I. <sighs>
0: I know, I, I, I'm I, this, I'm, I mean, you and I are on the same page when it comes to, to physical media and, and, you know, owning those movies, and, you know, that's why I have a whole room in my house for a long time that was just full of movies, and, um you know, I wanted, it's Sony that made me want my system to be an all-in-one system. They were the ones that, well, them and Xbox both, but they were the ones that pushed having movies and media on my game system. So now I've come to expect that and now they're the ones taking that piece away from me to a certain extent. I mean, I still have all the streaming, yes, but I'm used to using, I don't have a standalone Blu-ray player. I don't have a standalone DVD player. I have my PS2, my PS3, my PS4. And it's always been, I get a new PS4 or I get a new PlayStation system, at least the last three generations, I get to use the new format and now I don't get to do that. So it's, it's very odd, but again, who knows what made that decision in the background? I think the things that you and I came up with are all valid and they probably all had a, a piece of that, uh, decision being made, but I don't have to like it.
1: Well, and the funny thing is like, I, I just opened up voodoo for the hell of it yeah, and I have a handful of ultra HD Voodoo stuff, just from Blu-rays I bought. That that's the version they gave me. Yeah, I've got a
0: couple too. So, Uh and and I'll be able to test that. But it's still really. And the thing is, I bought an Xbox One S, so I can try those Ultra Blu-rays that I have, and and even check those against the streaming stuff. But I don't. It it just it really bothers me. But I think that some people on the internet are overreacting. Go figure and taking this one thing about it and making that like 95% of what they think about the system.
1: Yeah. And that's not going to make me not get it. I mean, the, the benefits. So you are, you
0: are planning to get one.
1: Well, I thought, yeah. Okay. Um, I mean the, the benefits are there. I'm really annoyed about this. I'm really pissed off about this, but what can I do? Yeah, You know, I have to suck it up and just enjoy the other benefits of the system and eventually get uh, a Scorpio, I guess. You know, (laughs) I mean, that's basically my option. And then I'll just have one TV to watch. uh, You you can watch all your
0: 4K content on there except for Blu-rays. But that's going (laughs) to have to be hooked up
1: to a very specific... TV, Right, and that's the thing so.
0: when you're getting a screen is they have to make sure the screen has uh, HDMI 2.0 compatibility. I mean, there was a cheaper one that somebody put up today that was like 500 bucks that has HDR support, but I've heard it's it's kind of up and down, but it only had two HDMI 2.0 ports on it, and they're usually kind of, they're I think they're blue. Uh, you also have to make sure you have an HDMI 2.0, like a high-speed HDMI cable. Now, the PS4 Pro is coming with one, the Xbox One S comes with one, so at least you're covered there, but that's something you have to make sure of as well. And and that's the thing: a lot of this shit's just not labeled correctly or labeled very well. And even looking up these TVs, you know, there's something going on in the forums right now, and I'm like, you guys need to watch it when you when you're going after these TVs. You might see something that's 500 bucks that says it's HDR compliant. It might be in in technical terms, but if it doesn't have that expanded color space, it's not going to be worth it. And you're getting what you pay for. And unfortunately, like. You know the TV I got. I'm very happy with the display I got. I have to call it a display. I can't call it a TV because it doesn't have a digital tuner in it. I can't plug an antenna into it. <laughs> I thought that was funny, so I keep doing it. Um, you know, I paid 1,200 bucks for the, this Vizio, and it's a it's a really good set. It's getting great reviews up and down from all the technical sites. Um, it, it's you know it, I'm already happy with it, so I didn't really want to buy a fucking 4K TV right now, but. I have to be able to talk about this stuff. And you saw that stuff and I didn't. And, you know, there's a lot of stuff that we have to get into. Because I'm still, I'm still conf- not confused, but I'm still having a problem even taking a stab at answering that question that everybody keeps asking us. And that is, is it worth it? I really think it's a personal preference. I think the, the, the four PS4s I have today are awesome. And I don't have any complaints, really. Uh, this new one you know even at 1080p i think there's a lot of benefit i don't like that they're doing this two and a half three years after the release of the original one three years but uh i'm kind of one of those guys that always upgraded my pc and you know i always put a new video card in after a couple of years so i'll probably be a, a little more comfortable with it than a lot of people would but do you need to go out and buy the Pro? fuck no you're going to get everything you want out of gaming out of the PS4. You are. And they're never going to abandon you. It's right in the rules that all the developers have. They can't abandon the old system. Because this is just... It's just a PS4 like 1.5 basically. You know, It's just a beefed up PS4. Yeah. So if you want all the cool shit, sure. But if you want the 4K and you want the HDR support and everything else, prepare to spend another 1200 bucks for a good enough set. And that's the reality of the situation. And this isn't this isn't just Sony pushing this shit. Microsoft pushed it too. They're the ones that released an HDR compliant console before Sony did. So don't put all this blame on Sony. And it's not just them either. I mean, the Nvidia Shield TV has the all that entire, shit. Or,
1: the entire industry is yeah. moving that way. I yeah. mean, it's it's the same as when you went from a from a CRT to to. 1080p. You're going to eventually move there. Yeah,
0: I just think it's been too fast of a move myself, but
1: it it has because I'm
0: so effing happy huh. with my plasma. I
1: well, they're already talking about 8K.
0: Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's it, it's gonna get to the point where it's not gonna be worth it. I mean, you're you're basically these 4K TVs are four times the resolution of a 1080p set. There's gonna be a point where it ain't gonna make any difference when you're looking at the damn screen. And and that's the truth. You just don't need anything that high res when it gets to a certain point. There's no reason to rhyme to 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 do that. Um, I mean, i I was all right with not having a 4K TV. And quite frankly, if somebody had made a 1080P TV that had full HDR support, I would have bought that instead. I would have. But when they announced that the PS4 tomorrow is going to have HDR support, well, I was like, well, shit. Now I have to be able to look at that and, and report on it and even even tell people if it's worth giving a shit about or not. And who knows what games are going to be supported because I can't get an answer from anyone. So who you know that, that patch is going to hit, and I don't even know if a game is going to show me anything. So I would kind of assume maybe that Uncharted 4 might or maybe the patch for, uh, for Infamous will come out or maybe the patch for The Last of Us will come out. I have no idea. No clue. So, yeah, I I don't know. But the cool thing is I have my, my Shield TV, so if I really get desperate to see some 4K content, I can just turn that thing on and go. Or the S. I don't know. Having an Xbox One S is going to make me laugh because I barely ever play the Xbox One now. But what are you going to do? At least I'll have more room on my TV stand.
1: <laughs> What's that?
0: Ah, the things I do for PS Nation, I tell ya. Um So, before we go too much further, the Slim. 299 I think it's a cool design. Some people are complaining about it that it's too plain. I think it's a cool design. I like the light bar on bar the front. I like the fact that the, the Pro kind of has the same style. But it's different. Uh, if you have a PS4 today, no, don't buy a Slim. There's no reason to at least you have an optical port.
1: <laughs> yeah, that?
0: But that's the coolest thing is that Sony's not like semi forcing you to buy a new system. If you want HDR support like the Xbox, I mean, seriously, I know it sounds like it's trolling, but it's not. I mean, you don't know how big of a deal it is that they added that to every PS4 in the grand scheme of things from a technology standpoint, it is so huge that they did that. Uh, it's it's uh, it's, it's amazing so but the slim model's cool it's it's nice it's it's like i said from what digital foundry's talking about they they dug into it quite a bit with those ones that popped up in europe and they were extremely happy with it way less power consumption uh way quieter than the original ps4 uh just everything about it except for the damn
1: optical port um, yeah, power consumption and all that. That's important. It's just it's huge. I don't know. The the two of them, I, they have to grow on me. I was never a huge fan of the way the PS4, the original PS4 looked. Yeah, um, And these two look like they're ugly cousins to me. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm still a little... Eh, eh.
0: I'm alright with it, I, you know. I actually really like how the it Xbox matter, One S looks, but, they, but at the same time, yeah. I think the Xbox One S looks kind of plain too. But
1: it, it doesn't matter what they look like, you know. <laughs> but still, it's the aesthetics. I'm just kind of like, eh.
0: remember how they acted like that original Xbox One S? The two terabyte was going, you know, the day one edition was going to be so hard to find. Yeah, I bought one of those on Amazon, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, Because I don't know if they make a thing... That's the one thing I really like that thing that you found that goes on the side of the Xbox One with the two-terabyte drive. Yep. I really like that thing. I'm like, well, now what am I going to do? And and I'm like, oh, I'll just get the two-terabyte. And then after I ordered it and it's on its way already and everything, I'm like, oh, fuck. I wonder if that internal drive is as slow as it is on the first Xbox One. I'm going to be really pissed if I have a two-terabyte drive on that thing and it's slow as piss and I have to put an external drive on it again.
1: I I sat... And when I was doing all this rearranging of shit and yeah. wires and everything, I was looking at the Xbox One and I had turned it on because I had unplugged the cable and everything. I just needed to make sure everything was working the way it was supposed to work and, and all that. And when I turned it on, I thought, oh my gosh, that drive, if I got a one S." <laughs> Yeah, I don't have that thing on the side because there is no USB port on the side anymore. And
2: exactly.
1: There's no way to do that. I was like, because <laughs> I love that thing. So I'm telling you, much.
0: if 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 that damn drive on the inside of that S is that slow, I'm gonna be so pissed because it is a. I I. It still boggles my mind that an external USB three drive is like double the speed of the built-in drive. How shitty is your architecture, and how shitty is your hardware design that that's the case, where your internal bus is slower than an external u s b three drive that's just so ridiculous so i'm I'm serious if if that damn drive is slow and I go to install a game and it takes hours i'm going to be just even more anti xbox one than I am right now. <laughs> ah. I'll never forget live streaming Rise when I was when I was letting the, the game install, and I, I stopped oh, streaming because yeah. it just kept installing and installing and installing.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, and, the, and but that external drive we got on the original Xbox One, dude, that thing works great. It, it's a great little drive enclosure, and it's way faster. So I and I'm now I'm wondering like, oh, am I gonna be able to transfer my shit from one Xbox One to the other? And I'm like, because that's one of the yeah. things in firmware four is they've got a transfer where you basically just plug an Ethernet cable into both systems. You don't even have to put it through a, a switch from what it sounds like. You just plug them in and it goes crossover on you and you can just transfer everything from one PS4 to the other.
1: Well, my my dream, my hope, <laughs> my fantasy oh boy is that that, uh, that USB port on the back of the Pro is because they're going to add external drive support that for was
0: that was actually a pretty solid rumor that was going around before 4.0 hit was that they were gonna start allowing external drives
1: and it's not in 4.0 <clears throat> no but not that we've seen so
0: but they've already confirmed that you can replace the drive and the pro and everything else and i think that sony's mantra is that it's way cheaper to just buy a drive and throw it in and i get it uh Because of security, I mean, you know, look at what, look at what uh, piracy did to a couple of their systems, and and I get it. I'm not saying it's the right decision,
1: but I get it. Figure out your fucking security because Nintendo does it with the Wii U and Microsoft does it with the Xbox uh, One and 360.
0: Pretty sure the Wii U has been cracked. Yeah, just about positive the Wii U has been cracked.
1: Okay, but the Xbox One and 360 both use external drives as well. Yeah. Everybody's using external drives except Sony. But
0: again, Microsoft's a software company, and they are mm-hmm. they should be better at that. So because they're all using the Windows together, control.
1: figure it out.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah, I agree. I totally agree. Uh, Personally, I don't care. I would rather throw the drive in. I don't like having two competing drives, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, that's why on the Xbox One I have today, everything is on that external drive. I have nothing going on that on that internal at all. Um. I, but that's me. I, I just like simplicity and it's a console. I don't want, you know, three, four different partitions to deal with and blah, blah, blah. I just want to drive and have it work and that's it. <clears throat> so, um, every, oh, that's one question people I keep seeing people ask. And this is the same question people are asking if they switch PS4s already. People are asking if you can take the hard drive, like if they upgraded the hard drive on the PS4, mm-hmm. can I take that drive out and put it in the Pro? Technically, yes, you can, but anytime that PS4, uh, anytime you take the hard drive out of that PS4 and put it into any other PS4, no matter what it is, that hard drive is tied to the specific hardware ID of that PS4 that it was in. So when you put it into a new PS4, it's going to want to format the drive right away. There's nothing you can do about it.
1: So say your current PS4 dies and you take the drive out and you buy a still older original version of the PS4 yes. and put it in there it will reformat it. That's yes. just yeah. Yeah, you, and can, you can use, use that it. drive. But you're going to you're going to have to redownload everything all right. over again.
0: So, if you want to be safe about things because you can re redownload it and quite frankly redownloading all the games sometimes is faster than restoring it from an external drive. Uh they put a backup utility on the PS4's firmware a couple of revisions ago. So you can just go into the system settings and uh you can hook up like a get a one terabyte external USB drive, throw it in one of the USB ports, go to the backup utility. So it's like the old PS3 days. Back it up to that drive, take that hard drive out of the PS4, put it in the other one, it's gonna format it. So you format it and you go through exactly the steps that I have in the in the article on our website and on the video that we put on the website which is right on the front page. It always has been there. Uh, throw a drive in, reformat it, and then you just restore it from that external drive. But yeah, anytime that, that hard drive inside that PS4 is tied to that PS4. So if you try it on another one, it's going to format it right away. There's nothing you can do yeah. about it. But hardware-wise, yes, you can use that hard drive that you've upgraded before and put it in a new one. You just can't take it out and swap it like, you know, like you can take a CD and put it between two PS4s. It's not the same thing. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Are we through all this? Did we miss anything?
1: I think that's pretty much... Everything. Wait, let me still check.
0: So, Pro, what what was it, $399? Comes out November 10th. Yep. Uh, Slim is out tomorrow. So, the, when this podcast is up, uh, the Slim's available. If you don't have a PS4 yet, you don't want to pay 399 You want to go a little bit cheaper. The Slim is perfectly fine. If you want to use high-end gaming headphones that use an optical port, go find the old PS4 now, because they're going to start disappearing. Or get Goodbye. the pros, or get the pro. <laughs> <clears throat> um, yeah, I I don't know. I mean, I think it's really cool. I think they they did a lot of the, a lot of right things. I think that that Polaris GPU and Polaris architecture is is pretty powerful. It's it's the cool thing about it is, and I agree with Digital Foundry here is they found a way to create a 4K gaming console that's affordable. You know, if you wanted to do full 4K, like actual four K for every single game, this thing would cost twelve hundred bucks at least. Because they would have to do like dual GPUs and all kinds of crazy shit. And that's what people have to remember is you're on a console. It's a you know it's it's a pared down architecture to make it cheap to to buy and cheap to produce. Uh, but what they're doing in terms of not just using a simple scaler, actually having a lot more power in that box, like like Cerny said, about 40% more power than the PS4 today, uh, but being able to create that game at a much higher native resolution than what they would do on the original PS4, and then use that scaler the rest of the way, is a pretty awesome way to do things, to keep it affordable. Uh, and the... The quality loss is pretty negligible from what I'm hearing from a lot of people that that dug into this thing already. Um, It it does really sound like they did it the right way. Again, not the happiest about the fact that we're getting this so soon. But uh, yeah, I'll get one because we have to be able to talk about it and I've got all these other PS4s. (sighs) But yeah. I do like the new DualShock too. I think that's pretty cool. Just having that, that light bar on top is so freaking cool. You know, it's got a new hat. <laughs> it's the yeah. Malibu Stacy D- DualShock 4. Um, yeah. So, pretty cool stuff. Again, if you keep asking me if it's worth it, it's totally up to you. Do you like your PS4 today? Stick with it. Do you want more stuff in your games that makes it look prettier? Is it worth 100 bucks to you? Then get the Pro.
1: If you're buying a second,
3: a yeah, if you're second buying a second PS4, one, sure, yeah. then do it.
2: Why not get the best one? But yeah. do you need it? No, you don't.
0: Nobody needs it. PSVR is going to run great on it, and that's the thing. A lot of people are already spending three hundred, four hundred bucks on PSVR. This, you know, October. Come on, I mean, people only have so much money.
1: That's the thing that kind of makes me crazy is the timing on this because here comes psvr at 400 bucks oh yeah and here's playstation 4 pro at 400 bucks all right on top of each other yeah it's fucking crazy yeah oh and to get the best thing out of this you're gonna need a much more expensive tv so go buy that too
0: yeah get this 55 inch (laughs) tv for 1300 bucks yeah, it's it, you know, it's that whole argument that we always had about Oculus and Vive and getting into VR because you have to have a $1200 PC or $2000 PC uh for point of entry. It's kind of the same thing now. If you want the best of the best on console, you're going to spend like 2 grand. So, okay. just it's increments, folks, and like we said, you get a lot of benefit out of the PS Pro even if you're running it on your 1080p set. And that's that's the key in my opinion. Is that you're going to see benefits out of it without with just upgrading the p s four and not anything else if you so choose, and there's nothing that says you have to do that, and that's the other good thing about it is they're leaving it completely optional so yeah i I'm like I said, I'll get one obviously, but I'm still kind of on the fence. <laughs> I just don't think it needed to happen. But anyway, I mean, if, maybe if I had a 4K TV already, because everybody is just so hungry for 4K content, maybe I'd feel differently about it. But
1: I didn't, yeah. The only thing that has me on the fence or annoyed is the Blu ray drive. That's yeah. it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Eh, don't worry about it. I'll have my HD DVD Plus and my Xbox One ass. Mm hmm. <laughs> All right. Do we have an email? One. Well, let's just say, if anybody has any questions, shoot us an email, podcast to psnationcom We'll try to get them answered. If we don't know the answers, we'll uh, ask around, see if we can get some answers from people. So, all right. Email.
1: Uh, this is, I'll read it. This is from Kevin. Uh, hey, guys, I bought a backwards-compatible 60-gig PS3. Ah from Newegg about a year ago. Uh It now has the flashing red light issue. I try to turn it on and it flashes orange, then powers off and flashes red. Mm. I have a one gig drive in it and the game is stuck in it. I've heard that people don't receive the same machine back, but read on the Sony website that they will remove the disc and send it back. Could you give me any info advice uh, you have to help me through this process? And PSN sold 25, soul twenty five S oul and then the number 25, because SOUL1-1 <laughs> one one through 24 was taken.
0: Yeah. <laughs> sure it was. Uh, I have heard that they've been sending the disks back now. Yeah. I really highly doubt they would send you back the same system, and I really highly doubt that they would send you a backward-compatible 60 gig as a replacement.
1: Yeah, so the first thing you have to do is get that uh one gig hard drive out of it. Yeah. And put the original sixty gig hard or wait, one gig hard drive?
0: One terabyte I think you means. Yeah.
1: Okay. Uh take your terabyte hard drive out, put the sixty gig drive back into it. I hope you still have that.
0: If not, I might have one I can send you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I have several. Yeah. Um and then uh look on well is there... No, there's no screw thing with the PS3 no. that was stuck. They, oh, well, there yeah. is a
0: way that you can get the disc there out because it's kind of spring loaded. But you yeah. can, you can. It's it's kind of a funky yeah. thing.
1: Well, what I did uh, when I finally my sixty gig totally died, or one of my machines died, and there was nothing I could do with it. Uh, I took it apart to try to fix it. Yeah, and. For whatever reason, I opened, I physically took apart the Blu ray drive and I found my Rock Band disc inside of it. And I was like, holy shit, I didn't even know that was in there. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So you can physically take the whole thing apart, but I wouldn't recommend doing that because yeah. you never get it back together. So, Jeez. yeah, uh. just contact Sony customer service, go through the whole thing with them, tell them, hey, there's still a game inside. They will tell you if you swapped out the hard drive, put the original back in there. Um, cause you're not going to get that hard drive back. Right. So they will. Yeah. The uh,
0: hard drive is the biggest thing. The game, yeah. they should be able to send it back to you.
1: They should. Um, but
0: like Josh said, when you call them, make sure you bring it up because then it'll be in the ticket.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's it.
0: All right. Well, wow. This is one of the longer ones we've done in a while. We had a lot to say. Well,
1: there's big stuff going there's on. There's a lot to talk about. There was a doings a transpire. There
0: was a doings a transpire, son. Uh, yeah. So next week, who the shit knows what we're gonna talk? Well, you're probably gonna do a review on NHL. I would assume.
1: Next week <sighs> time. Next week. That's. I That's don't a whole know. Week. Yeah, and I'm going <laughs> to be in Philadelphia over the weekend. Yeah. So I don't know when I'm actually gonna get to play NHL mm. enough. Yeah. To give it a fair shakedown.
0: Well, I've been asked, and I don't know if they want me to stream it or what, uh, but I've been asked if I want to do a preview of um, (laughs) uh, Nobunaga's Ambition Sphere of Influence Ascension. (laughs) Mm. So that should be interesting if I end up doing that. Uh, And like I said, keep your eyes out on the forums and on Twitter if you're in fact interested in Star Trek Online. Uh, cause we're trying to set up this, uh, this code giveaway for all these cool packs and everything. So, uh, we might even have something for Neverwinter, but I don't think we're going to be able to, to pull that together fast enough. But, uh, the STO thing we're definitely going to try to do hopefully maybe this weekend. So keep your eyes out for that. Um, I think that's about it. Who knows what we're going to talk about next week? We never know. Well, I'm sure I'll be talking about the 4k jump I take this week. Cause I'm a moron mm-hmm
2: yeah so
0: all right uh until next week you got anything else josh nope all right get out to play some games have a great one we will talk to you very soon later
4: hdr goodbye bye 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 so much more getting back to the presidential stuff we need somebody to get the economy going man I don't know what happened with it. <laughs> the mortgage meltdown? I don't know how that happened. But I have a friend who knows. I have a friend who works in the grocery store <laughs> in, the, in the produce department. And when he's stacking melons, he solves financial crises and <laughs> shares his solutions with us. So he came up to me one day, Brian, you want me to tell you how the mortgage meltdown happened? Would you? Would you explain it at me? i would be happy to. Here, sit in your booster seat. Okay, you have a mortgage, right? Right. You pay your mortgage at the bank, right? Right. They bundle those with other risky securities and sell those to speculators, right? Do I still get a lollipop? I feel like someone's explaining a magic trick to me. I put your quarter in my hand, right? Right? And I close it, right? Right. It's gone. You understand? So, so I ain't got a quarter no more? Exactly. Hey, is there a cash register left? Just one where you can buy something and immediately walk out the door? without dealing with this whole thing, do you have a rewards card? Um, No. And I'm begging you that this be the end of this conversation. I, I, I have money which says legal tender on it. And I have the amount it says on that tag. If I could just give you the money and you release the item, we could do it simultaneously if you need, Indiana Jones style, because I can see the door. I'm so close. Sunlight streaming in. I'm hearing birds chirping. Please release me back into a world of joy. I'm not allowed to do that. I'm required to turn this into a hostage situation. (laughs) Tell you about our rewards card program. You're going to love listening to every word of this. First of all, it's very easy to get one. I pull a clipboard out from under the counter while people wait in line behind us. And I get so much information from you, your brain will quiver and quake. I'm going to get your home address, your work information, home number, work number, cell number, primary email address, and a secondary email address. Make sure you fill out the secondary email address portion of the application in case we send out an email blast for five cents off on one of our items. If that gets bounced back from the primary, if you filled out the secondary, basically it's for your protection. So you're not missing out on these life-altering financial opportunities. And if you join today, you get 10 percent off your initial purchase and five percent off each subsequent, subsequent subsequent all your future purchases. Um, do you have a full price card where people pay full price? They walk out the door and they get to watch their children grow up. I want to be with them. I want to watch my kids play soccer. I don't want to stand next to cash registers saving hypothetical nickels for the rest of my life. (laughs) It's a marketing thing. There's a lot of marketing things that work. I don't know why they work, you know? The free DVD. People still respond to this. And if you act now, it comes with a free DVD. (laughs) Has anyone ever wanted to watch any of these? You ever been over to somebody's house and you want to watch a DVD? Yeah. Yeah, that, that sounds good. Well, what do you have?
3: Oh.
4: I got reverse mortgages. Oh, no. No, no. No, I I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't do that. Do do you have any other uh, DVDs? Well, I got How to Grow Tomatoes Upside Down. No, I've already seen that one. Do you have any mysteries, you know, anything with a surprise ending? Uh Hmm. I got the retractable awning. (laughs) This one, it starts. They're all out in the sweltering sun and um (sighs) well I don't want to give it away. (laughs) I don't understand.